Armored Bear Productions. Welcome to Not Safe for Wizards, an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast. everybody uh thank you for listening to this week tonight we're gonna be switching it up a bit i'm gonna be running and tonight we have with me i'm mark and i'll be playing gavin the half elven swashbuckler rogue i'm kayla my pronouns are she her and i will be playing gerblin the female rock gnome wizard Hi, this is Joseph. Uh, I am playing Archibald Cole, the human barbarian, and, and our pronouns are he, him. Hi, uh, I'm Gary. I will pl- be playing Lars, the human uh, despicable wizard, and uh, our pronouns are he, him. Both of our pronouns are he, him. And uh, it's me, Diana Morgan Carter. I am the DM for tonight's one shot. And I will be playing everybody else. Um, so let's get on into it. Uh, I wrote thingies because I was going to be pretentious, but I feel like chickening out on part of those thingies. Um, I don't have a coin to flip on whether or not I'm going to do it. We okay. are here to support you. And if you don't like it, you can always cut it out later. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm um, sorry. The D's way of doing it is keep everything in. <laughs> I flip tails and roll 20. Whatever that means. I appreciate that. I didn't know you could do that. It's called the D2. Yeah, no, I've never seen it on the list. Oh, you know what? Roll 20. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so I'm just going to start reading this little prologue that I have written down because I like to be, like, theatrical about things. Yay! And given that it's night at the theater, why not? Um... Good evening, wonderful guests. Tonight we present to you a show which will include intrigue, a colorful cast of characters, some of which aren't all that they appear to be, and murder and, and a murder most foul. Now before we begin, uh, I'd like to remind you all that in the case of emergency, the exits are on the front, either side of the stage. We hope that you enjoy tonight's show, and welcome to a night at the theater. Ah, and welcome to a night at the theater. Uh, so, to set the scene, we are in the town of Old Osheim. It is the year 1898, and it's a year of many new creations and discoveries. Garth Ronan Goyle released his newest book, The Hellhounds of Baldur's Gate. Alexander Graham Baylor invented the new device called the Telesender. And tonight, in downtown Osheim, at the uh, Old Starlight Theater, the premiere of Benjamin Aubrey's newest play is showing, and all of you were just given tickets to the premiere. Uh, so we find ourselves at the old Starlight Theater, um, and in front of you, we're in like the opening lobby area. There's people coming in and out. We're just after, uh, or just at the start of intermission, where we stumble across our cast of characters. What are y'all doing during this intermission? How do y'all see yourselves spending the time between first and second act? Quick dumb question. Yeah. Do we all know each other? Uh, 
I would say that some of you are like familiar with each other, probably like maybe have like worked together. It's like a decently sized town, so acquaintances may be familiar, you know? Right, but or we didn't like show up together. Um, that's something that like, huh, I should have figured out first. Um, I would say, yes, y'all know each other and potentially showed up together. Well, intermission's always a good time for a smoke. That's what I say. So I would probably be actually stepping outside to light a pipe. Well, I... Intermission is also a good time to get a quick nip at the bar. What do you think, Gavin? Oh, Gavin kind of eyes over at the hefty pouches and fine clothing of the people at the bar and would absolutely join Archibald over in that direction. This is would like to come get drink, too. Can Gerblins get drink? Yeah, yeah you, you can just... Don't be so odd. Oh. I don't know if I can do that. Maybe I should not get drink. No, you better get a drink. If the oh, first, right. if, if the second half is anything like the first half, mm, it's going to have to be a double. Oh, that is not nice. I like this show. Uh, so as you go up to the bar, you see the barkeep, and we all we all drinking. Well, <clears throat> I may not be a man of much means, but uh, I definitely going to need a scotch. Bartender pours you a drink, hands it to you. And for y'all, he says y'all for some reason. Um, and for you guys, what do you be having? Um, Gerblin is going to reach up and I'm going to just put my fingers because I short on the edge of the bar and kind of pull myself up to where you can see kind of just like my my eyes. Gerblin says would like ale, please. Passes you an ale. All right, Thank there you. you go. And uh, she looks over. Um, to the two of you and says, um, I'm suck. What? What's the problem, Gerblin? If I get down, I won't be able to reach the Gerblin's beer. But if, if I grab the Gerblin's beard, then I won't be able to get down and then I would fall and I'd spill my beer. Gerblin, why don't you get down and I will hand you the beer. Okay. And she kind of like drops down and reaches up both hands for her beer. Hands you down the beer. Thank you. Archie gives a bit of a a bit of a look like he, he knows Gerblin is is smart, but he's beginning to question that. Smart? Just get stuck sometimes. Go find couch. I look around to see if there's like a big cushy chair or couch or something to sit in. Oh dear my DDM. Gerblins would like to find couch, please. Is it is it me? Am I gone? No. No, it's not you. Okay. Oh, you know what? I just switched to push to talk just now. <laughs> um, yeah, so there is, uh, like, there's a couple of tables in the area and, like, a couple of chairs. And off to this, uh, the edge of the room, there's, like, a long couch with, like, a table accompanying it uh, and, like, two chairs, like, surrounding it, sort of like a booth. Um, and they're all kind of uh, low to the ground. Okay. Goblins, this will go to couch. It's comfy. Uh, okay. okay. So, while you're all doing that, um, Lars, 
outside, you're going, you're getting your smoke. Um, can I just get like a passive perception? Uh, my passive is 13. All right. So as you're lighting up and you're doing this, uh, you notice out of the corner of your eye, this dude who looks a little bit uncomfortable coming out of the theater. Um, this uh, rock gnome or, or deep gnome person with like uh, orange hair, not super tall, um, seems a little bit nervous. I'm curious what type of clothing he's wearing. Like, does he look like he was a patron or a worker? Uh, he definitely looks dressed to the nines. Like, he was definitely here to see the, the show. And uh, is he heading somewhere in particular? Does he look like he's heading somewhere in particular or just kind of pacing or going for a smoke? Um, can I get an insight? Sure. Um, so with the 13, you get the vibe that he's not really looking to leave the area. He just doesn't look comfortable where he is. Um, like the, something about the body language just says discomfort to you. Um, and you notice, well, you said a passive 13. Yeah. You notice that he's like every so often he's glancing at like the ground in like the darker areas. I'll kind of lean over and go, Hmm, waiting for somebody. He looks up at you. Huh? What? Huh? I don't know. I was just, just curious if you were waiting for somebody. No, no, um, you know, just you know, intermission, you know, just got, you got to do something. I was thinking the same thing. That's why I always like to come out during, for a smoke during these. What do you think of the show so far? It's, it's, it's um, it's okay. Uh, you know, it's, um, fantasy's not really my thing. And like, it's fine. But like. I would prefer something like more like action, you know? No. Ah, I guess uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Um, hey, you wouldn't happen to have anything th uh, that you could share, would you? Like a smoke? Yeah. Uh, plenty of tobacco. Do you have a pipe? Uh, he pulls out the, like this old wooden pipe. It's got like... At the end of it, um, the outer facing side of like the the bowl, it's got this little uh, spider insignia on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, uh, help him fill his pipe. But I want to take a really close look at it as I do. Um, Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. Can I get investigate? Uh, yeah. Okay. Twenty-four. Holy shit! Um. So you're looking at it, and it looks like an old pipe, and it, the logo itself, uh, is very well designed. It is very well detailed. Um, you recognize that it is a 
spider. It is the symbol of one of the rich houses of the city. Um, the Fink family. G- goodbye, Garrick. Um, it is the symbol of the house of Fink, uh, which is a which you know to be a very rich and powerful family within Old Osheim. Oh, that's a lovely pipe you have there, I gotta say. Well, thank you. It's a family heirloom. Oh, well, very well. Very well. Uh, and with that, I would like to skip back on inside. Um, so you hear, as you're saying that, you hear like an announcer saying, hey, like the intermission's almost over. Um, just in case you don't want to like see the rest of the show you paid for. Um, sort of beckoning everybody back inside. Yeah, uh, well, Gavin will make his way back to his seat. Once it finishes her drink and goes to seat. Okay, so as you're all filing back into your seats, um, y'all have very nice seats. Y'all, uh, y'all, you got gifted tickets um, after working uh, a job, you know, for the Fink family. Um, and so they don't often... My phone's buzzing. Stop it. Um, just give me one sec. So you know that the Fink family is a powerful family and that they don't usually give out this type of reward for, like, working for them, except in very rare circumstances. Um, So y'all got front row tickets. Y'all got very good seats. You got orchestra seats. Um, And as you're all filing back in, uh, everybody starts sitting down. Everything is, like, you hear band tuning and things like that from the top or from one of the upper balconies uh everybody hears a deafeningly loud shriek um and a woman yelling oh god he's been murdered i i I kind of nudge over to to gavin and is this part of the show somehow i think not uh oh. Um, which side is it coming from? To our right or to our left? Uh, to your left. All right. And how high is the balcony? Can we see anything from where we are? You can see, like, from the angle. It would probably be like waist up over the banister. Like it's it's pretty high up. It's like maybe twenty, about twenty feet up, twenty to thirty. And what's the height difference from the stage to the balcony? Um, I'd say that's about 20 foot difference. Fantastic. Uh, Gavin is going to just, you know, lightly jump up and then jump onto the other edge of the stage, run over to the left side and see if he can climb up to the balcony to see what's going on. Okay. Um, I would say make... No, I'll just let you do it. Um, I'll just let you do it. Yeah. Um, so you get to the edge of the stage, and as you're as you're trying to climb up, uh, you can sort of see a figure laying on the ground, like between the slats of the banisters. Um, and everybody at that point is screaming and rushing to the exits because uh, other people at different heights can see it. Uh, Gavin, while still climbing up, is going to call over his shoulder. 
Archibald, not part of the show. Boy, well, here it goes then, huh? Oh, boy, here we go. Um, I meet you up there, and Gab- uh, Goblin's gonna go run and try to find the stairs. I was I was back inside by the time all this happened, right? Uh, yeah. I'm going to kind of skulk off to the side. Oh. I I, I don't like confrontation. Fair enough. Uh, but I'll keep an eye on things. Uh, okay. And I want to look to see who's not running away. Um. But not running towards things. Who's slowly kind of walking away. Throughout the crowd, there are people like trying to get like a peek as to like see what happened. Like they are backing away slowly, but mostly trying to see over the crowds. Um, you see, uh, you see the 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 person you spoke to outside, sort of like trying to look over very intently. Um, you see a couple of faces through the crowd, just basically trying to see what's going on. Um, and at that point, you also see that the person from outside is actually walking towards the, the, where the door would be for the booth or where you feel the door would be for the booth. Hmm. Okay. Um, thanks. Uh, Archie kind of takes a couple steps. Uh, Gavin, is it, uh, most foul? Uh, have I gotten far enough onto the balcony to, like, get an idea? Like, is there a lot of blood, anything like that? Um, you can't really see any, like, like, blood specifically. Um, a couple knocked over chairs, like, one or two. Um, but beyond that, nothing that you would expect to see for a murder. Uh, medium, low, small sign of struggle. It's garblings, it's fine stairs. Uh, so you find the stairs pretty quickly. They lead pretty much straight up to the next level. And like in that hallway that you exit the stairs from, there's like a couple of doors, um, each one like labeled uh, booth one, balcony one, and then like so on and so forth. Go to appropriate door and open door. Uh, I've prepared for this. I've prepared for this. You want to see a magic trick? I've prepared for this. Yeah. Um, All right. So if I clambered up from the left side of the stage, I'm assuming I'd be right around here. Yeah. Uh, Archie's still going to be down on the, uh, on the floor, kind of moving towards the, the, the balcony, but not quite gone upstairs. Just kind of head on a swivel, looking to see, you know, looking to see what's going, you know, like, is security coming? Is um. So as you're like looking around, waiting for this, you don't see a lot of people rushing towards. Um, you do see some people who appear to be in like security outfits, like they're dressed nice, but they're like clearly not attending the show type dress nice. Mm. Um, we're ma- mainly just trying to people to get people like safely out of the building. Um. And like try and maintain like some amount of order. Archie's gonna turn to the like nearest one he can see. Is like, uh, you you might want to see if if one of the hoity-toity is a doctor or a healer of some sort. Uh, he's gonna look at you and go, "It's, it's we just we gotta follow a protocol. We got a list of order. We just want to make sure that everybody 
gets out of here safe first, and then we'll like we'll attend to injuries and things like that. I'll see what we can find. Uh, I'll see if we can find somebody uh, to help with the person uh, who is currently in in some form of ailment. Uh, but we just it's a lot going on real quick. Does does Gavin hear the guards say this to Archie? Since that looks like they're right downstairs. I would say yeah. All right, Gavin's gonna kind of call over to the edge. Protocol is to let possible suspects leave. We just we just gotta make sure that we're just we're not letting them leave per se. We're just making sure that they get into a room safely without killing each other. I love your security. Big fan. Thanks. And then Gavin would like to step over and examine the person on the ground. Is there anybody else like conscious and up in the booth? Like uh, the person you screamed? Yes. Hold on. Let me reach with my uh, hand of God and pull people from the layers of GM lair. Uh, so in the, uh, the room with you, you have uh, a woman who is standing next to the body um, who is who you can assume screamed. Um, okay. will walk over to Lady and and kind of pull on her skirt. And, Hello. Yeah. I just you 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 should sit down. Goblinses will help. Goblinses and friends will help. You should sit down. What happened? Uh man, I regret making these chairs part of the map layer now because now I can't rotate them. It's fine. It's fine. It works. It's yeah. yeah. They're rotating. <laughs> um. She goes and she sits down and she's, uh, she looks at you and goes, we were just, uh, I was just, I went for intermission and then I came back and he's like this and it's my husband and, and I don't know what happened. I don't know why. Uh, uh, very, very distraught. Okay. Um, Goblins will hand her handkerchief. And she takes it. Okay. Just wait, wait. Just sit there and, and, and breathe and Goblins just be right back. And I'm going to go over to where Gavin is. Gavin is very clearly has no clue at all how to determine if this is an actual corpse or not. Like you, you see him like looking at the throat and then he's like, do I use the back of my hand? Do I, I don't know. Hey buddy, are you alive? Uh, No no response. Uh, If you want, you can give like a medicine check or maybe like, that's the point is Gavin has absolutely no, no, like he's not no, no, even. It's... No, <laughs> <laughs> like the door is open for somebody else to confirm whether or not this is in fact a corpse. Gavin has made corpses. Gavin has not ever attempted to heal a corpse. Urban's just um, will look at body and poke it. <laughs> uh, I'll let here. Uh, if you poke it with a stick, medicine check. If you poke it with your hand, investigation. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I did actually poke it with my hand, so I'll do an investigation. I would do medicine. I would poke it with my staff. Uh, eight. I told you. I told you. Six. Oh, man. I love that. Um, He's still alive. <laughs> so I mean, let me guess. While Gavin is touching him, Gerblin pokes him with the stick, and that causes him to nudge ever so slightly, and now Gavin thinks he's alive. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> He's um, only mostly dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's twitching because my axe is embedded in his nervous system. Anyways. Um, 
I think he moved. <laughs> yeah, you just missed that. Like, you just, out of the corner of your eye, you just barely missed it, and you think it's a living person still. Um, um, poke it again. At this point, as you're poking the body, uh, the person, uh, somebody enters the room, um, and immediately, give me one second. Sorry about that. Um, so as you're poking the body, uh, in through the front door of the booth, or the only door of the booth, um, walks in this short individual, um, orange hair, uh, dressed very, very, very well, um, very formally. Sorry, uh, uh, sorry, I forgot. I, I wanted to follow him. <laughs> bet. All right. So you follow him all the way pretty much to the booth. Um, and he walks in. And I guess this is the first time that y'all are really looking at the body. Um, both, uh, both of the people who were in here when you walked in are uh, deep gnomes as well. Um, the body on the ground appears to be older. Um, Gavin, you recognize this as uh, Gustavo Fink, the the leader of the Fink family, like the head of the family. Um, you've worked with him before. You've done odd jobs with him in the past. Nothing major, but nothing too minor also. So, like, you're kind of in their circle, but not really. Um, and... Oh. Close enough to recognize him, distant enough that I've also burgled a couple of his side businesses. Yeah. Um, and you can make the inference that the woman who screamed was his wife, uh, Janora. Who you may have met once or twice in passing. Um, so now you have three people in this room that uh, are not part of the party. Okay, and this new person that uh, came into the booth what is he doing uh he walks in he's looking at the body um and he's just he's startled he's taken aback um and he, he's just looking around the room uh lo- like he's looking for something can i help you are you the doctor uh, no. wait wait he's not looking at the dead body i mean he, he starts there like but he's looking around too like he's just sort of looking kind of all over the place. Um Erblin, um is it we we fish in our pouch and we find piece of chalk. And Gerblin will go get and, and look at everyone around and say, I got this and start to draw an outline around the body with the chalk. Um yeah. at this point I think Archery will have uh decided to to follow and uh make his way to the stairs and up to the balcony so that he is not standing on the ground not standing on the the, the auditorium floor just having to listen to all of this with like a yeah. hand up to your ear <laughs> yeah so eventually he makes his way over to the doorway looks over to lars looks in gavin you think you need a doctor for this guy that's uh, why i'm asking if this guy's the doctor I'll, I'll walk over and examine the body since uh i think he looks dead uh, medicine check? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, he might be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an eight as you well. Both? How did you both? <laughs> <laughs> like, medicine's one of the things I'm supposed to be able to do, too. 
<laughs> I told you up front, Gavin is not the guy for that part. But as soon as Lars takes over examining the body, Gavin is going to circle around to speak with Janora since she was the one who found them. Okay. Can, can Archie take a, a cursory look to see? Yeah, yeah please do. <laughs> Oh my god, 20 minutes in and none of us can confirm if he's even dead. I love this so much. So for clarification for the audience, in terms of figuring out if this is a living person, the four roles have been six, seven, eight, eight. I'm gonna say fuck it. The DC is now five. This is a dead man. I mean three out of it, guys. I'm just saying. I've seen dead people before. He looks like he could be dead. He's napping, you know? Hey, Archie, if you say he's dead, he's dead. Um, I mean, I can't take credit for it. And then Gavin's promptly going to just turn 180 degrees. I mean, Madam Pink, I'm so sorry. She's just sobbing at this point. Um, Uh, Gavin will offer her a kerchief. She will take that one as well. Now she has two. Yeah. Anybody else? See how many she has by the end of this. That's, um, that's well, actually how we're secretly giving her, like, you know, where she can contact us. Well, I mean, she just lost her husband. The least we can do is offer her a kerchief collection. Right, you yeah. know. <laughs> Grieving widow. It's, she's going to need a new hobby. Yeah. Um, at this point, the uh, youngest one, the one with the orange hair who came in earlier at the pipe, um, kneels beside the body. Uh, let me just leave that where it was. Um, kneels beside the body and is like uh, just like double check like not rummaging through the body not like loot collecting just like also seeming to be investigating himself when he reaches for the body I'm gonna smack his hand Goblins is just drawing lines no crossing lines don't 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 piss off Gerblin she'll uh she'll turn you into a frog or something who are you? Yeah. My 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 name is Giuseppe Fink. Um, this is my dad. That's my mom. Um, oh, uh, and he goes and stands like behind the chair. Um, I just want to know what happened. Um, oh, I, I understand, young master, and I apologize for being short, and I am very sorry for your loss. Um, it's gonna look at you and go short. Oof. let's let's move past that and allow me to ask uh madam fink when when you came back to the booth did you have to unlock the door to come in uh no it was it was still open from when and then she sort of pauses for a moment um uh seemingly like trying to collect herself so we we left at the intermission, um, and me me and uh, Giuseppe left. We went to the theater, like to the the like the lobby, um, because because my husband likes liked to be left alone during intermissions, um, just to talk about work and things. Um, and when we came back, this is how we found him. Who is he talking to work about? Who is he talking to? About work. Um, he, whenever we go to the theater, we always bring, like, a couple of work associates. Today, tonight, it was, um, 
It was one of our uh, security men. It was uh, Mr. James Ringer. Um, he was here earlier, and they had stuff that they needed to talk about. Is he now? Um, we didn't see him, like, leave, but that doesn't mean that he stuck around. He's a very uh, light on his feet. Yeah, euphemism for a thief. Yeah, uh, I was just going to ask, is this name, is this a person that Gavin would recognize from the guild? Um, no, because he doesn't, you don't recognize him as like a thief or anything like that. Okay. You have heard his name in passing doing a couple of things. Uh, You and Archibald, who have worked with this family before, you've heard his name in passing, but you haven't really like met him at any point. You just have a vague knowledge that he exists. Okay, got it. So we got a missing security person. Who may have been the last person to see. Is it Lord Fink? Master Fink? Um, the late... <laughs> I, I, I'm asking D. Oh, uh, yeah. Lord. Yeah, let's go with Lord. Okay. Um, so we have, yeah, this missing associate who may very well have been the last person to see lord uh gustavo alive i was trying to find the better way to say that uh, you know a less jarring way but no that that is what it is um and you guys came into the doors saying now to gerblin and lars um and also archie who else was in the hallway that you saw when you were coming in who else was in the hallway that we saw when we were coming in? Um, there were a couple people sort of, like, leaving, because it's, like, the middle of the commotion. Um, you did catch a glance at a tall, lean individual, like, dark hair, dressed really nice. Same sort of, like, outfit that Fink is wearing, which is, like, a very fancy... It's got, like, hints of green in it um, all throughout. Um... So you saw a person dressed very similar to that same vibe uh, leaving the area during all of that. Um, and also somebody who somebody else who caught your eye uh, would be a woman who was leaving the area and was uh, very loudly crying. Okay. Griblins will convey all of that. <laughs> Uh, turning back to Janora and, uh, Giuseppe, um, does that man sound like Mr. Ringer? Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds like what he was wearing tonight. Um, our we, family color is green, so we try to match as often as we can, you know, just nice. It's nice, you know, try to yes. do nice things. Yeah. Hey, Gavin, you want me to, uh. Go check the uh, the outside populace, see if I can find this uh, ringer. Yes, definitely. And see if maybe you can have somebody send in some wine for these two. I'm sure they could use something to help settle their hearts. Got it, Gavin. Um, so as you are leaving, or so you go and you are like looking for somebody to like see if, or you're looking for. Uh, well, I guess first I, would, first I would go to like wherever the bar or whatever and like uh, uh, mates. Uh, up in the balcony where the, the, the stiff is, his family's there. You probably want to get him a bottle of, <laughs> maybe not the top wine, but a good wine to settle the nerves. Just saying. 
Joe, I need you to know I love this. I love this. That is so fucking perfect. Up in the balcony where the stiff is. I love you know the dead guy. Like that's now the landmark of that side of the theater, and I'm here for it. I adore it. I love that. Um he goes, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um are you heading back there? Do I hand it to you or should I just send somebody up? Like what's the dealio here? Uh well I don't really work for the theater, so I'm going to say probably you are going to need to do it. Probably bring minimum two glasses. I would say five because there are a couple people up there working with them. I don't know, maybe a, a six to, to pour a symbolic one for, for the dearly departed. But uh, I, I got to go see a man in garb. All right. So uh, six glasses of our most mediocre wine on its way. And he points to one of the people behind him and he just... And then he starts one uh, like going and doing that. Yeah, I just have this image of, um, sorry to completely derail this, but from Brooklyn Nine Nine when they are having like when they're going to um, the birthday party and the main characters and it goes into the liquor store and he's like, "Your most your finest bottle of wine," and like that's two thousand dollars. Your ten dollarest bottle of wine. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Archie didn't say the most mediocre. It was just not oh, no, the best. he very well didn't, and the bartender just completely took it and ran with okay, it. I just okay. <laughs> yes, like I was thinking, yes, a very medium wine, and the bartender was like a very mediocre wine. Yes, and you know he's going to charge for like seconds from the top shelf <laughs> if he can uh, ever figure out who's supposed to pay him. Uh, w- with with that, then uh, Archie's going to make his way uh, out out to the out to the uh, exits uh, to kind of peer around, see if he sees anybody dressed anything even close to uh, the, uh, the what what the the Fink family looks like. Uh, can I get an investigation check? Or I guess yeah, investigation. Right. That's a whole eight. Yay! Nobody gets above a nine tonight. This is gonna um, be an interesting night. I, you know, it's just there's a lot of people there. You can see some people wearing green, but you can't like none of them stick out to you specifically. Um, you do hear like the faint sound of like sobbing. You're not entirely sure if it's from in front of you or from behind you, from like the balcony or if it's like somebody in the crowd, but you can hear it. Well, then uh, that Archie's Archie's going to go, go uh, try to figure out which way that's, which way the cries, the, the, the sobbing is coming from. So that way he can figure yeah. out if this is a someone or not. Um, so you probably walk around a bit, like see if it like gets louder and quieter and stuff like that. Um, you end up deducing the fact that it is uh, coming from the crowd of people um more towards like one of the corners of like the room hmm. well then uh archie's gonna kind of do his best uh his best attempt at uh not just sort of bull in a china shop direct route uh towards towards said sobbing person so sort of like not meandering but meandering with a purpose yes yeah. walking casually yeah um, not trying to stand out, I assume. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so you make your way towards the center of the sound, and you see 
um, a woman, uh, mid to late twenties, um, sitting on like this little stoop inside like the corner that like clearly was supposed to have like something on it for decoration. Uh, unrelated, however, you do see a pot of flowers just sort of next to it. It's fine. It's probably nothing. Um, and so she's like sitting there and in front of her is a guy holding her hand, like very much trying to comfort her. Um, and you notice she's in like a, a blue dress. It's kind of not the best, like most expensive thing. She doesn't feel like she's your average. She doesn't feel like she works here or that she is attending. Mm, maybe she's she's staff for one of the well-heeled patrons. Um, that's a possibility. Uh, I guess regardless, uh, the 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 person trying to comfort her, uh, what uh, what what do they look like? Um, I would say you probably get a little bit closer just to like try and get a better look. Um, this is a tall, lean individual. Um, he's got about shoulder length dark hair and as you like get closer you can like see him more over the crowds of people um he is wearing a like emerald green suit um yeah okay and does that look like the 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 fink family uh, dressing yes it's very very well put together all right uh archie at this point will kind of now he's going to start sort of shouldering through to make the direct direct approach okay um yeah, you 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 make it to him, and he's just trying to help, from what it seems. Wait, mate, you ringer? He looks up at you. Who's asking? The guy that found your boss dead. What? Who? What? Your your, your security for Lord Gustavo Fink? Yes. I don't even call it security. Ah, uh, uh, my my apologies. It seems your uh, the, the the Fink family were under the impression you were working for them of some nature, but. Uh, <clears throat> Well, I didn't say it didn't work for him. I'm just looser definitions. Uh, he stands up. How tall is Archibald? Uh, he's like 6'2". About the same height. <laughs> um, and he's like, what can I do for you? Well, we're trying to piece together what would be the last uh, moments of uh, your, I guess, now former employer's life. Uh, and figure... You should probably be over in the balcony with us. I suppose. I suppose that would help you. Um, damn, that was my income. All right. And l l listen, mate, I I completely understand. We just got done doing some work for the family as well, so... Oh, you get it. You get it. Yeah. You know, when you lose your income, it's it's tough, you know? Yeah. The, uh, it's not good. The missus there, is she, uh, she a Fink employee as well? And he looks back at... The person he was talking to, her? Nah, she's 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 nobody. Um, can I get an insight check? Sure. Um, she's nobody. Don't worry about. It. Ladies and gentlemen, our first number that is nine or above. <laughs> That's a nine for an insight. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not sure. Like he says that, but you don't really. You're not sure what to make of like what he's actually saying. Like to you, he you see this person like helping somebody. Um, who was seen in the believed to be seen in the area. Um, so it doesn't like those two things don't really mesh and you can't like get a read on him. 
<clears throat> Archie will kind of look down to uh, uh, young miss. Uh, is there anything in particular wrong? Oh, I was at no, <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong here. Uh, kind of like standing in between you two. Archibald stands back up. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not, but uh, in, in old Ozheim, you know, young ladies are able to speak for themselves. Listen, I ain't got a problem with that at all. That's not what it is. Very clearly distressed. Uh, I was just trying to figure out why. Which I believe is what I just asked her, my friend. So uh, unless you want to tell me, I would like to hear from the young lady. And he looks at you for a second. You can see like the gears in his head turning like, how the fuck do I get out of this? <laughs> um, we can just, all of us can just go talk. We can just... Is that what you want? You just all go talk somewhere quietly? What I want is for you two to come with me to the balcony so that we get everybody around that has some sort of some sort of connection to the late Lord Fink. All right. Okay. We'll be there. And they all follow you up. I don't know. He, Archie makes sure that he keeps them in front of him as they go to the balcony. All right. So they all <laughs> are escorted up. Yes. I, um, in the meantime, uh, Gavin is Gavin wants to investigate the body. Like now that we've determined it is in oh. fact a body, he wants to get a good look at it. Um, but also doesn't want to do this with everybody around. So he is going to ask uh, Lars and Gerblin, uh, can you two escort these two lovely people? to the booth next door. I'm sure whoever's in there won't mind us using it as a sitting room. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Giuseppe, you want to walk with me? Um, hi. Mm? And yeah. Gerblin reaches into her pocket and pulls out a magnifying glass and says, here, you might want this. Much if appreciated. You. And, and uh, good. I'll just say, uh, Gavin is going to help the lady rise from the bench and say, you know, uh, my companions are going to escort you next door so that you don't have to be, you know, right in the face of this horror, but we will be with you shortly. Uh, Goblin comes up and kind of reaches her hand out. and Goblin will take you. It will be okay. And takes okay. her hand and starts to lead her away. Uh, yeah. So... It's everybody except for you, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming a party member or two will come back into the room. Um, but I, I just, honestly, I wanted to get them out of the way. So, so yeah. So, once they get them out and into the booth next door, uh, Gavin would like to investigate the body to try and see if he can find out, you know, what actually killed this guy. Um, okay. Uh, I would say... Medicine check. I was really hoping you were going to say investigation. <laughs> I could see it going either way. You can, you can use investigation. <laughs> uh, 22. Yay. Um, so you're looking over the, this body. Um, you can now see with your eyes and feel with your hands that this is a dead person. This person is dead. Um, are we finally, sure? You finally cracked the case. They are dead. Brilliant. Um, any signs of like trauma, like uh, cuts, scrapes, bumps, anything like that, tears on the clothing? Uh, 
as you are as you are looking through like any sort of signs of injury and things like that or signs of a struggle on the person you notice that there are a couple of spots that are a little more red because like the body's still fresh blood is still moving because like it's momentum you know bodies are weird dead bodies are really weird um so there are some spots that are like they look as though they have been uh met with great force um uh there's some slight bruising on the neck uh you can feel like a couple of bumps like along the ribs um in his hand you find a small swatch of fabric like it looks like it was cut um on that same hand you notice a tan line around uh one of his fingers so a recently missing ring um any any signs of like scrapes around that tan line like maybe the ring was pulled off during the struggle or is it pretty clean uh it's pretty clean okay so either taken off before he came out which for a tan line unlikely or more likely taken by whoever killed him cool and you said that was on the right hand on the ring finger uh yes okay and does he have any other rings i'm assuming a wedding band but anything other than that uh still on him no um he just has the wedding band and the tan line from the ring okay so there's the one ring that somebody cared enough to take away but they didn't bother with the wedding band which makes sense like they wanted that ring for something they weren't just rolling a drunk in an alley all right um and then i'm gonna look around any signs um in the area where he fell i know you mentioned like a couple of the chairs were bumped over but are there any like scrapes in the carpet or anything looking disheveled in the rest of the room um the carpet is a little frumpy from like that just the general area um I'm going to use the same 22. You also see on like in like, you know how some booths in like movies and TV shows like Anastasia specifically, they always have like that little curtain before the door. And there's like that gap where it's like decorated. Yeah. Um, I would say that that's probably here. They don't have like that separation. So it's just a really nice room with a big open window um, on one of the tables, like the end tables. Uh, you notice um, what looks like not dried blood, but drying blood. Um, and at the edge of the table, uh, you know how like sometimes when you get cut on something, skin will be left there? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it, it gets yep. stuck on the thing. Something very similar is on it just a little bit, but it's not skin, or at least it doesn't look to you immediately like skin. It's blue. Um, and it's got a very similar consistency to what flesh would be like. It's just not as smooth. Okay. Um, Gavin is going to go over to the door and just kind of like call out into the hall. Hey, Lars, come here a minute. Okay. I'll I'll head in. Uh, I'm going to show him what I found and see if he has any input to offer on it. Um... So uh, I'll I'll take a look at it. What was it exactly? I'm sorry. I, I 
kind of lost track of what you were talking about. Uh, so, like the ring, the scrap of cloth in hand. Was, was yeah, it- there's the the scrap of cloth in the hand. Um, I'm going to mention that it looks like the guy was in quite a bit of a fight and maybe got choked a little bit. Right. But mainly, it's the scrap of cloth and then this area on the table that looks like somebody like scraped them their hand against it or something except that the skin residue is bluish instead of you know a more neutral color yeah um bluish instead of i guess like would alk would like i have a background in alchemy would that help me gleam anything about it um Sure. Um, would you want like uh, Arcana or investigate? Yeah, I would say uh, uh, Arcana, Arcana. She's using alchemy, and that's like kind of it's like the middle ground. I don't know. Fourteen. Fourteen works. Um, you you recognize that this is some type of flesh. It does not appear to be what you would typically expect to see from uh, the majority of like the people in all, uh, old Alzheimer. It's not like it's not elvish. It doesn't appear to be like it doesn't match any of the typical groups uh, in terms of like texture and stuff like that. But it is flesh. Okay, so but we're, we're, we don't think that it's like dyed flesh or something like that or no. something that was on the flesh, but actually no, uh, it's different colored flesh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's where I was thinking the alchemy from. Um, but I don't recognize what the what kind of flesh it might be like if it would be uh, like a genasi or uh, like a blue elf or something like that um it like it doesn't seem like it's those but you can't like rule it out you know yeah because it's just some random flesh (laughs) yeah uh yeah i have no idea hmm no i'm at a loss uh just then at that moment um two people walk in holding wine bottles and glasses saying we're here to bring our best wine for the grieving family uh, next oh, door yes. uh, next door but leave a bottle and a couple glasses here please alright one, one of the two sets that off and then they both head over next door and you can you can vaguely hear them too we got wine we, have, we brought wine for people we we're told to bring our best wine for people uh, hello, the grieving family. This is this is this grieving family. This gerblin. Are you grieving or are you gerblin? Gerblin is yes? grieving. Oh, um, gerblin is grieving. Yes. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, he says sincerely, looking at gerblin, and not the rest of the family. I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, no, and he hands I... you the bottle of wine. Okay. Griblin looks at it and pulls the, the lightly pushed in cork out and takes a swig and then hands it to the wife, the, the, the widow. Here, this make better. Uh, they hand the, uh, the glasses out to everybody. And, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, that was for you, wasn't it? Um, 
is is one of our best wines. It's um it's not an issue. Have it. We're gonna go. And then you hear them like walking down the hallway and like footsteps descending. Everyone would like to look very closely. Excuse me. At um she's looking at the the like the the widow's like shoes and dress and like that like any indication that there might be blood or something out of place on her that shouldn't be. Um or or the or the sun. Did we just oh okay. People come in, in and out. A revolving door here. Um could you could you ask that again? So um she's looking at at uh the widow and the son um looking at like her shoes and the bottom of her skirts and the way her clothes are like looking for anything that like either evidence of blood or anything out of place she's trying to like sneakily look at the bottoms of their shoes if they cross their legs like anything like that that it would indicate that she interacted with the body in ways she had not told us or might have been part of, you know, her like her clothes are disheveled or anything. Got it. Um, can I just get like a investigation roll on that? Yeah. That's an eighteen. Is that an eighteen? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, from what you see, glancing over everybody, um, you notice a couple of things. Um, the unidentified woman in the blue dress has a rip in the hem of her dress and there's a patch missing. Um, the orange haired one, Giuseppe is, uh, still very, or appears to be very nervous looking around the room a lot. Um, whenever like the, the candlelight flickers in a different way, he's sort of like, is a little jumpy. Um, and, uh, that's what you notice from those two. Okay. Uh, unidentified woman in blue dress. How? Where is she? Like, is she in in the room with us? Do I see her yes. outside of the room? She's in the room with us. Yes. Okay. Gerblin is going to uh, walk over to woman in blue and and kind of just look up at her. Hello. Um. She looks up at you. Hello. Um. Who Who are you? Um. My name is Raina. Raina Bo. And and when Miss Bo, um, why are you here? I was um, I was here to talk to um, Lord Lord Fink. Um, I we had business, and I I, I wanted to hopefully um settle things. Um, yeah. Um, could 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 you could you give Goblins a little bit more information? Um. Were you were you there? Did you see what happened? I I wasn't. Um, he, um when so, oh um she's like stammering over her words. Mm-hmm. I I owe. She leans in close to you. I owe this family money. Um, I I wanted to start a bookstore. Um, and I was like, you know, just trying to help people, like. I was just, like trying to teach people and like like better my community and like all that I wanted to like expand like reading and like knowledge and stuff like that and I so I I didn't have the means to do that I didn't have the funding so I I borrowed money from 
Lord Fink. Um, and it, it's not that he's an unreasonable man. It's, he, it's just a very high interest rate. Um, so I was hoping to talk to him about maybe extending the payment so that I don't, I don't have it right now. Um, she's like on the verge of tears. Okay. Um, first, maybe you should sit down. Um, and then, um, does, does this, does this think he's a think? He's a think. Is this think do business like this all the time in yeah, the theater? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know why. Um, but every time that I've talked to him, it's been during intermission at a show. Um, I'm only here for a couple of minutes. And then I usually leave with whatever it is that is agreed upon. Oh, that's interesting. Um, hold on a minute. And I'm going to uh, run out the door. Is it one door or like double doors? Um, this is like double doors. Okay. So I'm going to run out the door and like very gently and quietly just telling them, you know, like doing the hand signal for wait, it's okay kind of a thing. Close the door, and as I'm closing the door, I'm looking around for, uh, like, like a curtain cord or uh, anything, anything like that. Um, I would say that you find one in, like, near the, like, near the corner of the room, but not, like, super far into it. Okay, I'm gonna end up very, uh, kind of, uh, nonchalantly grab that cord and take it with me, and as I close the doors, I'm going to tie the um, doorknobs together. Okay. And run back to the other room. Cool. So you're in the other room. Mm-hmm. Um, um, guys? Yeah, what's up? Um, did you find anything? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but also, okay. question marks. Uh, um, I will relay to Gerblin what I found and what Lars determined from the blood. Uh, I just had a question. Was the the woman in blue, was that the woman that I was escorting with Ringer back up to the... Yes. Okay. So, so for clarification, just get everybody on the same page. The people that you are currently interacting with uh, are as follows. Uh, Raina Bow, who you met in the lobby and followed you, or you led them up to the balcony with Ringer. Um, and then you have Giuseppe and Janora Fink. They are all in the booth next to you. Or in the, yeah. <laughs> There's a balcony next to us there. Yeah. With, with the doors tied. Yeah. Yes. Um, going to, uh, relay to, who's up there, Gavin and Lars? I think that's everybody right now. Everybody's up in, okay. I'm going to relay to the crew the, um, about the woman in blue and, and who she is and the whole him doing business during theater time and his high interest rates, but also Wait, so torn dress. What color is her dress? Blue. blue. What color is the fabric I found in the sand? Also blue. I'm going to hold it out and say, like this? Is it like that? Yeah. Yes. It's very much like that. Huh. I mean, this looks like it's cut more than torn, but... Uh, I've heard that fabric sometimes tears along straight lines. I don't know. Uh, worth checking, though. But also, so if he was conducting that kind of business here in this booth, and she said she left with 
whatever was agreed upon, meaning that like if he loaned her money, he handed it to her here and she left with it. Are we interpreting that right? Uh, yeah. Whatever, like whatever it is that what you understood it to mean was that if they make a deal, they make it in this room and you're only here when you're making the deal. Well, Did she I, make a deal? Yeah, she uh, borrowed money to open our bookstore. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. But, but so, she owed him money. Right, which means at some point in time in this booth, he handed her a large sum of money. But not tonight, right? I mean, she owed him money, so she was right. here to possibly pay him back? Was she? I thought she just told... Gerblin that she had come to try to renegotiate try to get an extension because she said she didn't have the money but what I'm thinking is if it was her or somebody else somebody knew what goes on in this room and and the murder was related to that Uh, Gavin would like to search the booth to see if he can locate like a hidden safe or a store box somewhere in either the floor or one of the walls behind the curtains uh, let me get a investigation check on that. Anybody want to help me search here? Yeah, yeah. I'll help. Okay, so that means advantage, correct? Yep, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, so my advantage roll is a nine. Yeah, and your not advantage roll was an eight. I love it. Consistency. Well, it's funny. Go home, you're drunk. Yeah, if you want, you're more than welcome to refresh the page and see if that does anything. I don't know if it will. <laughs> I like a take 10 or take 20 option on this. Wait, how do you change your dice in Beyond? Maybe I just need to swap my dice out. I think <laughs> it's dice jail. Is there it's... a dice jail? Uh, you go to your content, like, like uh, collections, and then my dice. Oh! Yeah. My also, dice? My dice. <laughs> Um, also, if you have a uh, subscription to D&D Beyond, again, not sponsored, but could be, um, they have monthly dice. They have monthly yes. dice specials, and you keep them after the month. It's not like you get these for Halloween, and then that's it. Um, mm-hmm. This this month's, there are potion bottles with, like, blue potions in it. It's so fucking cool. Aww. Yeah, and it makes, like, it makes liquidy sound effects, but not, like, weird liquidy sound effects. It's awesome. That's super cool. I have changed my dice. The basic black dice are in dice jail now. Good. <laughs> you, you have put your virtual dice into dice jail. I love it. D&D Beyond really solving all the problems, huh? <laughs> I feel like virtual dice jail could absolutely be a t-shirt. <gasps> yeah. Um, all right. So you are looking for a safe. You rolled a nine. There isn't a safe in this room, as far as you can tell. God, I am the worst best thief. Um, All right. I can't find it, but I am am confident there is a store box or safe of some kind in this booth. Are both the things things still in the room next door? Yes. Um, All four of the people that you are currently talking to are in that room. Uh, I'm going to go next door. And... Be surprised when I find a rope on the holding the door closed. Um, Archie, at this point, after you know looking around, he goes and finds the bottle of wine, takes a look. This is right shite, isn't it? Uh, they told you it'd be mediocre. I don't know what to tell you. 
I don't know. Uh, the waiter said it was their finest stuff. I haven't had a chance to try it yet. If you don't like it, odds are I won't. <laughs> Archie, Archie pulls the cork, takes a swig directly from the bottle. Yep, me- mediocre. Serviceable, but mediocre. At least you know they're consistent and honest. <laughs> um, so when I get next door and take off the rope and like pop my head in, uh, I'm going to call over okay. to... Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that is one thing I'm worried about, but, uh, call, uh Giuseppe, can, can I talk to you out here for a second? Uh, he looks, uh, or yeah, he lifts his head up looking at you and goes, yeah, of course. And then he walks out the door. And, uh, you know, uh, Giuseppe, uh, we were curious. We, we know your father did, uh, business next door and we were curious was there a safe in the room do you know of um can i get an insight check as i say this um he's gonna look at you and he's gonna be like he's gonna say i don't know that he's ever had one um he's been he's been trying to get me to take over the family business but he hasn't like covered all the bases yet i mean there's a possibility that there is one um 24 hot damn um there's a possibility that there's one in here i I just if there is i have not been told about it and with a 24 he does not know that there whether or not there is a safe in this room Hmm. okay and uh, while I have him out here, I'm going I'm to say, actually, I'm going to say, while I have you out here and alone, uh, you know, I would be amiss to ask. I'm asking this in private because, you know, you seem like an all right kid. But um, why, why were you so nervous during the intermission? Can I? You're going to make me do a persuasion. Can I be honest with you? <laughs> yes, of course. I have a crippling fear of the dark. <laughs> That's amazing. It's debilitating. I was expecting that. It is debilitating. I have not slept in a dark room in about three months. Uh, I am very tired all of the, all of the time. It's, it's not great. Um, and with the 24, he has a debilitating fear of the dark. <laughs> I was going to say, do I have to make another insight check on this one? No. And, and just one last thing, just because we're trying to cover all the bases here. When, when you found your father dead, do you seem like you were searching his body for something? Did you expect something to happen? He... He... He said he wanted to give me something after the show, and I wanted to know what it is. Um, that that boy, Insight 24, that boy was just looking for something to look for. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Giuseppe, so much for all this information. I, I really do appreciate the help. Uh, we, we, we really want to find your father's killer. You know, we, we've all worked for him, and... Truthfully, you know, he was a pillar of society. 
I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say that. Probably the Smith would like to do something. Um, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to go back in and and let the others know while we still try to figure out what's going on. Maybe you could go comfort your mom some more, and then I'll, I'll head back over. Or I'll go to head back over while he goes back inside. Okie Um So yeah, he does that. He leaves. I'll, I'll, I'll tie the rope back on the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, for clarification, this conversation, did it happen in the hallway or was it in the other balcony? In, in the hallway. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to pull him out uh, alone uh, because I am evil. Okay. So love it. I love yeah. it. And and then I'll head back over to the room and go, well, guys, uh, I don't think Giuseppe did it. And he's not sure if there's a safe in the room. Sorry. And, and wh- why did we tie the rope on the door next door? Goblins is never too careful. And Goblin is going to walk out, go next door, untie the rope, open the doors, close the doors behind her, walk over to Mrs. Fink. And she's going to look Mrs. Fink in the eyes. And she's going to reach out and she's going to take both her hands. And she's going to say, Goblins' nose. The wife's always knows where the monies are. (laughs) So threatening. I love that. That's, listen, Kayla, that's fucking amazing. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um... And she's uh, just she's just gonna kind of give her that look that just that straight in the eyes, no bullshit. I know what you know. Look, um, she's gonna look at you, and she's going to say, um, "Gustavo didn't really keep money in the theater because while it is a private booth, there is still like cleaning crew and things like that. He didn't really want to take the risk of somebody." accidentally stumbling upon it and accidentally emptying it, so to speak. Um, If he ever had to deal with money, he either kept it on himself or he had somebody else in the family hold it. Now, neither of us, to my knowledge, were asked to hold any money today. Um, Did he have the monies on him? um, Can I get another insight? Uh, hey, listeners. Hot damn, I love that. Um, hey, listeners. You're going to hear the words investigation, perception, and insight a lot tonight. It's a mystery. It's, it's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got a 24 on that. Uh, based on what she said and how you are reading her, uh, you can pretty much tell that that is a system that they have in place. Like, she feels very sincere about it. Um, and your next question was if he had any money on him tonight. Um, she's going to look at you and say, I don't know that he had any more than he would usually carry on him. Um, like a couple hundred silver, maybe like about a hundred gold. I know. I think it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, like it's a tough economy. Like sure. Um, but it's, I don't think it's, it's a lot. Don't get me wrong, 
but okay, it's not okay. a lot for us. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and she kind of softens her, her look a little bit. And uh, she says, the wife says, the wife says, always no. So you, you thinking on what might have happened. I'll be right back. Uh, okay, okay. And I'm going to run back out and tie the doorknob shut again. I love this. And run back next door. Uh, wife says, says no safe. Okay, wait, before we continue, I just realized this is like Clue where they kept on locking the uh, police officer in the billiards room. That's, it could have happened that way, <laughs> or hell yeah! Wait a minute, which was which one of us is Tim Curry then? Oh jeez! So 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 wife says it says no safe. Um. Also, there should be money on him. Gavin, did you did you give the the stiff the uh, the, the the rolling? Archie, we've talked about this. There are classier ways to say it. And yes, I rolled him. Uh, I came up with the wedding ring, the scrap of fabric, the tan lion showing where a ring was taken off of him. And yeah. I'm, ass- I'm assuming, D, that if there had been gold or yeah, if there had been coins, I would have found those. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's no money on him. Okay. Wife says, says always carries the monies. Um, well, then somebody else is carrying it. Most likely the person who killed him. Wife's is says lots of money. So, yeah. Okay, Ooh, so... Did they lock the... Sorry, go ahead. They locked the door, so everybody's still here. So we have to search everybody to see if they have money on them. We <laughs> are at the opening night of a very fine play... A lot of people here are going to have a lot of money on them. Hundredses? I have hundredses on me. Crap. Um, really? Yeah, nowhere you'll know to look. Did we forget to split the last take we got? Is, is that what happened? Did I miss that? No, I'm just richer than the rest of you. I mean, that's, that's possible. It's true. I have my side work. Um, we we found the ringer guy, right? Yeah, ringer. Yeah. Ringer. Ringer's in in the is in the balcony with the with with that Reina as well as as the widow and. and so, what did he say when you found him? Uh, he was very dodgy about whether or not he was uh, uh, he was Gustavo's security man. He was like, "Oh, I work for him, but I'm not really security." And I was like. Uh, that's perfectly understandable. I think I have an idea of what he does, and it's not the kind of thing one admits in polite company. Um, did he, he like say a, whether he, he, like he was little, in here? Uh, he well, I didn't really get to to the to the fully questioning him because the 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 young miss there was all uh, uh, tears and and sobbing, and I was trying to get her bit of the story, and then he got in between me and her and. Honest to God, I thought I was going to have to put my fist through his face, but uh, luckily he smartened up real quick. Sounds like we should have a talk with him. All right. You want to um, do um, one-on-one investigations? Or? Gavin. Gavin, just a question. Kind of pulls open his coat a little. He's got, like, the mall hanging 
from like a, a like a, a, a kind of a shoulder harness talking with him. Yeah, I was gonna hold out a hand in a forestalling manner and say, "No, no, no, actual talking." Oh, oh, okay, all right. Don't worry. When it becomes talking time, you'll know it's talking time. I, I will I mean, tell you. I will tell you it's talking time. It's all I need to know, mate. All I need to know. Okay. Um. So who who wants to talk to him? Should I talk to him? I you didn't necessarily get off on the best foot with him. Uh, either I think Lars or myself or Gerblins even. No. Why don't, why don't the Evans four of us better with the words? The what? four of us? You want to just bring him in here and talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Why don't we do that? That way. Uh... Sure, sure. Uh, I'll go. I'll go get him. He hasn't seen me yet. Uh, Gavin's gonna go next door. Look at the knot. Kind of test it. Nod his head satisfactorily. And then untie it and open the balcony and uh, the door and lean in and go, which one of you would be Master Ringer? Uh, tall, lanky dude. Not lanky. Um, tall dude. Green suit, like an emerald green suit. Um, he goes, who's asking? Ah, yes. Yeah, so come with me a moment, sir. Uh, he begrudgingly follows you. Into uh, this room. Who else is? Well, no, no, not yet. Who else is in the hallway here? Is, uh, is the hallway most pretty much empty? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, awesome. Uh, I would say thank you so much for your patience and understanding with all of this. We're just we're trying to get to the bottom of what happened. I know that my associate Archibald spoke with you and informed you we were also employees of uh, Lord Finks. Um, you were you were with him towards the end, right? And as he's closing and retying the door. Uh, I mean, yeah. Excellent. That's that's ex- you're exactly the man we need to speak with. We just, like I said, we're trying to figure out what's what transpired. Um, and I'll lead him into the side room, and then once we're inside, I'm gonna close that door and just kind of lean against it nonchalantly. Uh, feel free to have a seat. Don't mind the body; he's not going anywhere. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> um. Uh, but mainly, I want to get a good look at how he interacts with the room and the body. Like, is he averting his gaze? Is he looking directly at the body? Is he shifting? Like, the usual stuff. I can do, a, I think, I'm guessing probably an insight check. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say insight. Do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can count that one on one hand, guys. That's that's oh, that's all. That's I quit. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, that's I'm sorry. That's awesome. Uh, I love the consistency. Um, so he sort of struts into the room, um, pulls up a chair and sort of like he looks like he's going to sit on it like the backwards chair. He just leans on the back of the chair facing everyone. Um, and he gives a look at the body, but doesn't linger on it too much. Um, and he says, all right, so what are your questions? Uh, we, we were just curious what the uh, nature of your business with uh, the dead man work. I mean, it's private business. I would help him out from time to time uh, in terms of getting him things he needed. Procurement, okay. And and tonight, uh, you, you saw him during intermission? Yeah, we do our business talks during intermission. 
Uh, and it's common for you to do your business talks during an intermission. Pretty much always. And uh, does he pay you during this time normally? Uh, he pays me when the job gets done. Okay. Uh, today, were you collecting payment? I was collecting work. Okay. And uh, did you see him at the beginning or at the end of intermission tonight? I So how it works is... We all come in at the same time. We're here for the start of the play. Uh, occasionally, if he has guests, they will come during intermission and talk during that, during the, the kerfuffle of people moving chairs, moving in and out of seats. Hides the sound of not-so-friendly conversation. Uh, I, me, and the family all are typically here the whole time. Uh, when intermission started, uh, Miss Janora... Mrs. Miss. Miss? It's, it's new. Miss Janora and young Giuseppe uh, exited. I had a few moments alone with Mr. Fink. I went to go use the restroom after a talk. And when I came back, intermission was ending. There was a scream. And I decided it's not my problem. I didn't know it came from this booth. Thought it came from the one next to it. And uh, do you know who else uh, Mr. Fink was seeing tonight? Uh, that young girl from the other room. The one in the blue dress. Uh, Raina Bow. We, we know about her. Do you know anybody else who he was seeing tonight? Not to my knowledge. No. And uh, my understanding is that you were with her when uh, our associate found you. Uh Mask, why you two were together? I saw somebody who was having a bad time. I thought I'd try to help. Is that a crime? Do I believe him? Uh, insight, please. Actually, when was all? Uh, no, it's a different. Yeah, I'd say different person. Ooh, only a ten on that one. Um, it's not like you don't feel like he's blatantly lying to your face, but you feel like. Some things may not be as fully true as others um, in terms of like, you don't, he doesn't seem to you like the kind of guy that would just help without like uh, expecting something in return. He seems a little more shady than that. Um, but everything else seems to be pretty honest. Mm -hmm. So my understanding, you came here tonight to obtain work. And then your employer was killed. Yeah. Uh, so, so you are similar to us at this point in Juncture out of work. I mean, there's other people in that family who could take over the business. But yeah, my direct supervisor is ex-supervising. Understanding <laughs> that our only interest, and Gavin's going to walk over to uh where he is is there like a table uh on that side on that end yeah sure awesome yes. uh so gavin's gonna walk over by and by the table and say under the understanding that our interest is purely getting to the bottom of this untimely death and he's gonna reach into a pouch as he's talking and pull out a couple of silver coins and just set them nonchalantly on the table he looks Would you them. mind telling us what it was he was requesting of you this evening? Listen, 
how much of what I say leaves this room? We only care about things that lead to the killer. The killer of Fink. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, I've done some dirty deeds for this family over the many years. When I said a job needn't done, you're looking at something that I would be required to do. In gestures over to the body. I didn't do this, but I have done many things like this in the past. Um, I am their go-to on matters like this. Uh, I was here tonight to pick up the next name on the list. Because he gives me a list of people that he needs... Resolved. I, resolved. I understand. You understand. Um, you get it. Was, was the name somebody that was here this evening? Not necessarily in this room, but in the theater? Potentially. I mean, that could be a prime suspect, especially if they knew that they were on the list. I could see why you would think that. Um, how how much do you... I mean, obviously you don't, right? You don't trust me. But can you take my word for this one? Your word on what? The person whose name I got. Not an issue. Not an issue. It's pretty much already taken care of. Efficient. I can respect that. Uh, honestly, coincidental. I was already working on this one. <laughs> you doing a freebie, uh, mate? No, no. If I can get paid for no, it. No, just overlapping, over, overlapping contracts. Work once, get paid twice. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Sweet double dealing. Yes, yes. Hmm. Back to day. Double, dipping, double dealing I mean. is a dirty phrase. Double dipping. Double That's dipping right. is a dirty phrase, too. You, you said pretty much taken care of. I mean, listen, the things that need to happen have not happened yet, but they are. It is so close. It is so close to being done. I've been working okay. on this one for a couple weeks now. But if the and, person's still alive and find out that Fink wanted them dead, they could have plausibly come after Fink tonight. Uh, they could have. I don't think this one's got the heart to do it uh, at this yeah, point. What? If anybody wants to make an insight check, I will. I, I, multiple I, people want to do it. I will yes. Yes. Advantage. I was <laughs> insight investigation. Like, whatever. Um, I don't know if I believe him. All right. I'm crossing my fingers and clicking the button. And you do have an advantage on this because pretty much everybody oh, is listening to this. Okay. That's him. Not me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's a 21. <laughs> that's the one yeah! time you don't need advantage. Oh my god, I love that. Um, you are very confident that he is not intending to murder whoever it is he's talking about, because he's like avoiding the subject, despite the fact that he has openly talked about it already when it comes to uh, his previous work. Oh, okay. Um, so, since it's pretty much a done deal anyways, and it's not going to leave this room unless it's pointing to the killer of this body. This is the body we care about right now. I'm sure you won't mind telling us who that name is. Listen, I got it. It's not a done deal yet. They're still walking around. They're you just said it was pretty much... Pretty much is not... Now you're backpedaling on it. Listen, all right, I get what you're saying. There's always a chance that something could change. It's always a chance. But I'm thinking next couple nights, problem solved. I don't think... That anything's going to change. Um, yeah, we're going to need the name. 
I, I think I want to sl- slip my wand out and cast a spell. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to cast Suggestion. And DC 14. Yeah, DC 14 Wisdom. And my suggestion is you want to tell us the name of uh, who your target is. We have had enough of your shit. Is that DC 14? I love mm-hmm. these dice. Can you see that? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I, oh, shit. You know what? It's not campaign based. It's virtual tabletop. Fuck. All right. Let's get the real dice out. <laughs> um, so it didn't work. Uh, no, I know what I'm going to do. Um, my real dice are uh, packed away. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Listen, I don't want to say it. I don't. But you make it... Uh, you're, mm, I don't like this. Uh, you know that girl next door? Little, th- a little young lady in the blue? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not supposed to make it to the end of the week. Gotcha. So now she has even more motive than we thought. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just one more follow-up there. Yeah? Why would Fink want to kill somebody who owes some money? Because he doesn't think that she's going to get it. And not only does he not think that that's going to happen, uh, he's pretty sure he could sell all of the books in the store, the store itself, and any of her personal property that is tied to that family, uh, which I believe is more than a bookstore. Um, a couple of personal items, I think, uh, for more money than what is owed. And he has a claim on the property beyond her name? Uh, yeah. I don't know the details of what it is, but I do know that he has a way of getting it. Had. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, Master Ringer, we appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. He picks up the... He, he leans, or he stands up from leaning against the chair, picks up the silver, pockets it, and goes, mm-hmm, and then walks out the room. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to walk him to the door because I need to retie the other door, and I would very much bump him at some point and attempt to pick his pockets. Not for the silver. I'm actually fishing for anything ring-shaped. Um, give me a sleight of hand. 26. Um, that would, by the way, be a nat 20. Hell yes. Inside of like his back pocket, right? Like You bump into him as you're passing him. Um, you find a small little journal. Um, I assume you probably tuck that away until he's like not able to see you. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't even I don't even stop to look at what it is. Like I dip, pinch it. It's into a pocket in my jacket as I'm apologizing for bumping him. And then get next door, uh let him into the room, close, tie it back up, and then head back into the booth and then I'll pull it out when I'm back with the party. Okay. Uh All right. So you're all back in the room. You have one new journal. Yeah, I'm immediately going to open it and 
see if I'm able to read it. Gerblins uh, is looking at body for wound shape. Sorry? Gerblins is, is looking at the body uh-huh. for wound shape. Trying to, like, figure out how, like, what cause of injury is? Yes. Um, from everything that you've overheard and, like, seen for yourself um, throughout the night, you can probably assess that it is some form of blunt force trauma. Either strangulation or, like, got that shit kicked out of him. Like, he's got bumps on his ribs. He's got, like, bruises on his neck. Like, he was, he was in a fist fight type of deal. Okay. Um, and, and there's head injury? Uh, yes. There and head is... injury is in shape? Like, round or triangled or squared? Uh, it just looks like he bumped his head more than anything else. Oh, okay. Um, and the journal is in common. Damn. Okay. Uh, as it turns out, I speak common. Fluently. Um, inside of the journal, there is just a list of names. Um, and can I get a history check from anybody who wants to give one? I'll happily do a history check. There you go. (laughs) 21. All right. Um, (laughs) you recognize the list of names as people who have over the last couple of years since the Fink family uh, rose in power um, and in wealth. Um, these are names of people who have disappeared um, over the last couple of years. It, 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 Gavin, that, uh, that list there is um, that's a very interesting list. Uh, that fellow there, he disappeared about, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago. That one used to do some work for him and uh, that one and uh, these folks have all uh, disappeared. So then I'm going to flip to the last page with writing on it and skim the names. Uh, the only name that you recognize as relevant to this um, would be Raina Bo. Um, on each name there is a word like afterwards um, that patternistically matches what is their assumed cause of death if they found a body um and other words where they didn't find bodies or other names where they didn't find bodies there are just words that look like causes of death but you you can't be certain that that's how they died because nobody was found okay and reina's name i'm assuming does not have a word after it correct uh Uh, is there anything different about how her name is written compared to the others as far as like the handwriting does it look like the same scrawl or does it look like it was maybe hurried or tense uh very tense um you don't know who writes this book but given that it is how these people have died you can make the assumption that it is his book he writes in it um, oh, yeah, I, I was already making that assumption because if I was a hitman I wouldn't be letting anybody else hand me like manage a book that lists everything, everybody I had killed for them over two years. Um, yeah. That just sounds like asking for the headsman's axe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to show that to everybody because honestly, what I'm getting from this is he got a name and he was not happy to get it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it, it definitely feels like. And they were together outside of the area mm. and she was crying she was 
She was in tears. So, hmm. Um, at this point, in the other room, you hear a scream. Not like a shrill. You, it sounds like Giuseppe letting out a scream in fright. Uh, I'm going to bolt for the door, pulling a dagger to just cut the rope on my way in. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yes. All right. Let me set this up real quick because I feel like I should have been moving this prior to me saying that now that I think about it. Um, and then that can just sit right there for now. Boop, 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 da, 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 da. Um, I'm just going to use this same room because I forgot to save it without the body. That's um, okay. Pretend the body is not there. Cool. Indeed. So you bust in and you see uh, the four suspects that you have and what appears to be a shadow um, looming over, uh, looming closer towards everybody in the room. Um, and everybody's just trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, uh, and <laughs> with that, roll initiative. Nice. I get to go last. Whoa. Yeah, what is that minus 0.92? I've never seen a fraction. Remember, uh, I put uh, the decimal on for initiative where it adds your your dexterity onto your initiative. But well, yeah, but so did I. But it shows a whole number, not a. Because yours are like point nine two. You don't have a ninety two dexterity. I have a negative one on my dexterity roll. Right, but that would mean that your dexterity is what, like nine? Eight. Eight. Yeah. So why is it showing point nine two? Like mine, it shows my dexterity, which so point nineteen. It's minus one plus point zero eight. <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> that's just how roll 20 adds the stat is it adds it as a decimal. And because it's a minus. Okay. Yeah. I understand. So what is your number? Is it four? Uh, 4.08. Yeah. Four. <laughs> uh, and I don't have a initiative from Kayla. Oh, yeah. Four. 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 But she'll go before me because oh. okay. higher decks. How did you get a four? <laughs> um, rolled really crappy. Yeah, I mean, she could have a plus three and have rolled a one, or even a plus one and have rolled a three. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I had to roll a five in order to get down to a four. <laughs> I rolled a two, so. There you go. Uh, so yours is 4.1, sure. Put you just above. Um, Give me one second on this. Two, three, four, five. Anybody on initiative? On my end, I have Lars on here. Are you not showing up on yours? Yeah, no, he's not on. I don't see Lars on. All right, hold on. Let me add turn. Technical difficulties. There we go. Okay, there I am. And it is correct. All right. Yes, uh, indeed. Me one second on this. Oh man, it would help if I uh, did that correctly. All right. Does that look correct? Oh, hold on. Uh, descending. 
Does that look correct for everyone? I have uh, 2018. Yep. Yep. Okay. It looks good. All right. Cool. So you enter the room. There is a shade, uh, a shadow. Um, and the first thing you see is it moving towards uh, Giuseppe and him frantically backing away. Um, so his turn is going to be spent trying to get away from it. Um, he's going to like hobble over chairs and stuff and just try to make it as far away from it as he can. Um, next is James. Um, James is actually going to try to go up to it. He's going to try and just take a swing at it, you know? Um, it would be really cool if I could do this without it affecting my virtual tabletop. Um, here, let me just, let me try this real quick. Uh, let me see if this works. Does that show up in the, can you see that roll? Nope. All right, cool. No. Thank you, D&D Beyond. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, he's gonna just try and make an unarmed strike, um, uh, which hits. Uh, so you see him sort of, like, put his hands up, and then it doesn't look like a normal punch. It looks more forceful than you would expect for, like, a typical punch being thrown. Um, Uh, and he's gonna use the rest of his turn to keep his distance, which brings it to Gavin. Okay. Uh, Gavin is going to immediately... Oh, he broke fucking rank? Coward. Alright. Um, that does kind of change what I was gonna do. I was really counting on having somebody there. So, Gavin is going to zip in kind of an arcing motion. So going this way to circle around. Why will it not let me call attention to squares? Okay, whatever. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, is it safe to assume that the squares that have chairs in the majority of them are difficult terrain? Uh, yes. Okay. So I can only make it this far. But Gavin is just going to go move straight down to here. And then he is... Um, <clears throat> do, 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 do. Let me just make sure that I am... You know what? Actually, no. He's going to move here. And then I'd like to use the action to use his dagger to cut this curtain off of this pole or pull the curtain down off of the rod. Okay. Uh, you do that. Yep. That is it for me. All right. Next is the shadow. Um, so the shadow is gonna, uh, the shadow is gonna make it to about here and try to attack Giuseppe. Uh, which does not hit. Uh, which will be the end of its turn. Brings us to. Archibald. All right. So Archibald, uh, I'm going to rage. Okay. Uh, and then Archibald is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 
into this spot. Uh, okay. I'm going to make an unarmed strike against it. Okay. That is a 25. Surprisingly, that hits. Okay. Uh, and I do... Five damage. No, I should do more than that, actually. D4 plus four plus an additional... Uh, plus an additional two, so seven damage. Okay. Uh, and then as a tavern brawler, um, I am going to attempt to grapple the shade. Uh, and then a grapple is a strength or dexterity? It's a, well, for me, it's a strength athletics. Oh, yeah. It's a... Versus either ath- athletics or acrobatics for, for you. Yeah. And I uh, roll with initiative because I'm raging. Hot damn. Uh, I got a 21. Go Archie. Uh, he is grappled. Okay. So his movement is now zero. Uh, and uh, it takes, uh, I believe, grapple. It takes a, uh, oh, it's in my brain. Uh, opposed uh, dexterity, strength check, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, is that the end? That is the end of my attack. I move. Right. Actually, you know what? Shit, I can't, I can't grapple him. He's not grappled because the grappling is a bonus action, and I used my bonus action to rage. So, oh, no in grapple. which case, not grappled. Not grappled. Sorry about that. Not you're good. Um. Okay. Uh. So next is Janora, who is just trying to get the heck out of there. Um. Five, ten, fifteen. Yeah. No, that's right. Uh. Next, it is Gerblin. Hello. Hello. Um. Okay, uh, so Gerblin gets to the door, uh, comes to it, and pulls out a little, a little, like, like, twig. This little, like, black twig. And she runs it in a circle in the air and points at him and says, No! And casts Witch Bolt. Oh, dear God. Uh, yeah, um, is that a... A save or is that a roll to hit? That is a roll to hit and that is a dirty 20. Um, it hits. Okay. Um, so it is 1d12 lightning damage and then every round, as long as I continue to do it, I can do another d12 lightning damage on a hit. If it hits. If it hits. So it hits. Uh, so that's five lightning damage at the moment. And that's the total damage for this turn? All right, and then every turn she can do it again. It kind of just like like this arc of 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 lightning shoots out and like stays in between the the twig and the shadow. Hmm. Um. With that, combat's over. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting it to go fast. Um. Perfect. That was exactly wonderful. Uh, and we're just gonna put that elsewhere. Um, so as you cast Witch Bolt and it hits the shadow, um, it, you can see it, like, basically reject, like, the energy, like, spasms out and then fades away. Um. Somebody should have told it it's better to burn out. (laughs) (laughs) Now that song is in my head. And that is the end of combat. Uh. 
Well, Gavin's going to drop the curtain that he was going to make a rope for people to climb down to get away from it. Uh, to, to quote Will Smith in almost every movie he's ever been in. I saw that going differently in my head. <laughs> the shadow, you thought he'd get a, more than one round of combat? I did what think he'd the, get at least one. <laughs> what in the blue blazes is, was that? Uh, so, uh, better question. Why was it here? Yeah, I like his question better. Um, and why was it after Giuseppe? Can, oh, good question. Can I get everybody who has interacted with Giuseppe? Uh, that would be like directly interacted, like had a conversation with, um, to make a perception check. I would say I would just everybody make one, I guess. Uh, 21 for Gavin. Only a 13 for me. Everyone's gets dirty 20. Uh, and Archie has a 16. Um, you all notice now that the entire time that you've had a conversation with him, every time that he's standing in, a, in the light, he hasn't had a shadow at all the entire time. Not that you've seen, at least. Mm. Does he have one now? No. Mm. Giuseppe, 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 what kind of trouble have you gotten yourself into? Uh, well, um, and then you see Janora look at him and go, is that what happened when you disappeared? Uh, to which Giuseppe responds, I kind of died. Um, this is why we not have family. What? Wait. Uh, I, yeah. How do you kind of die? He was um, mostly dead. I so I everybody's just sort of uh, looking around at him. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, I was on a trip outside of town, and I was going by myself. It was night, and I got uh, ambushed by shadows and um a few minutes what felt like a few moments later i woke up uh revived by somebody who had been traveling the 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 road i was staying near um and ever since it's been following me while he's talking um i want to as stealthily as possible cast mage hand and just close the doors uh yeah i'm gonna say you just yeah, the doors are closed now. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with the last few weeks. Did you get this person's name? Um, no, not really. When I when I woke up, I was terrified. Um, which I guess kind of makes sense. I did just die. Um, and I just ran. I ran so far away. Anyways, um, damn it! Speaking of songs, stuck in my head now. Good. Did 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 you just Pay see back, a flock? Friend. Did you just see a flock of seagulls go flying away? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I'll put my sunglasses on. It's night. <laughs> no, so <laughs> fuck. Um, okay, so ni- none of the people in the room, from what I gather so far, 
have visible weapons on them. I want to take a really good look at just while they're distracted and talking to Gavin and I'm little so I can kind of wander around. I want to take a really good look at like knuckles. Ah, okay. Um, can I get an investigation check? Yes. Sonic there too? Uh, yeah. Tails? <laughs> big? Uh, big the cat? <laughs> that is a natural 20. For oh. 25 total. Hell yes. Uh, um, rolling has come back. Yeah. I switched dice. It works. Virtual dice jail. Yep. Um, so as you're like making your observations, you notice uh, that uh, everybody here has like different levels of like bruise, not bruiseness, like callous or like the quality of their hands, like their skincare routine. Um, Janora and Giuseppe have very soft hands. They don't look like they've done a lot of work. Um, Reyna has very calloused hands and um, James's hands are not only just calloused on like the palms and like the fingertips, but also the knuckles. Okay. Is anybody, does, is anybody starting to show any signs of bruising on their knuckles? Uh, James. James is. Yeah. Okay. Um, as they continue to talk and I notice this, um, I'm going to uh, get like across the room, uh, like eye side, I like eye contact with Gavin. And uh, once once I get like his, like I see his eyes flicker to where he sees me, I'm just going to kind of, you know, scratch my face and point to my knuckles and then look over at, at Mr. Bruce Knuckle over there. And, like, try to get it to where, like, Gavin and, and if... Wait, hold on. Is Lars over there, too? Where am I? Uh, where? I'm Lars over by the door. door. You're Lars over by the door. door. Okay, so it would be uh, be you guys. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming I noticed this attempt at surreptitious communication at yeah. some point. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um... Uh, Gavin's just going to kind of slightly nod and then say, well, that's real bad luck, Giuseppe. Might want to see a cleric. I think you might be cursed. Um, But since we're here, I was wondering how long James has been in love with Reyna. (laughs) Um, I love it. Everybody in the room... Everybody in the room looks at you stunned. <gasps> yeah. Audible gasp. No. Um, and Gerblin I mean, giggles. I was going for the triple O dam, but I'll take an audible gasp. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what? You, you, ooh, damn. <laughs> there you go. If it makes you feel any better, you got one from me. <laughs> um, that shit's whack. I missed yeah. you. So, um... <laughs> So, so, go ahead. So, you, Gavin, let me get this straight. Uh, Mr. Ringer here, you say, is uh, infatuated with Miss Bo. Oh, it's it's more than infatuation. He is head over heels for her. He is head over heels, and I suspect she feels the same way for him, or at least has given him the impression she does. Which is why, when her name made it onto his list, he couldn't handle it. Yeah, uh, I think he's got you there. Um, at this point, uh, 
Reyna's gonna start defending, like, hey, no, it's not like that. We just, we've just bumped into each other a few times uh, because, like, I'm dealing with the family here and he works with them. And then James is just going to uh, <laughs> book it. <laughs> um, he sprints out the door. Uh, oh. The door is closed and Lars oh, is in front of it. never mind. Never mind. Undo. That is the <laughs> wrong undo. Hold on. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, you I, don't. I got um, something to say about him coming towards me. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The door is not modular because it is exported on, on the map. I forgot that it was closed. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it did occur to me in that moment that since you both are standing in the spaces of the door, it would be an issue. <laughs> yep. Um, in which case, she's defending herself, and he's like, nah, listen here. No. None of that. Um, I don't want to hear nothing like that. That is not true. What are you talking about? I mean, toss the journal on the floor midway between us. Uh, I mean, listen, mate, there's nothing wrong with taking a fancy at the the bird here, but... uh, Killing your boss over, it's a little harsh. I Listen, (laughs) I did not... A little bit. Come on now. All right, you want to fucking do this? All right. All right. Um, he mm-hmm. is gonna, he's gonna, let me get on the right layer. Thanks, Roll20, for not reading my mind. How dare you? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's gonna oh, run. technology, our ally and enemy. <laughs> yeah. Our he's gonna frenemy. run around here and then, like, up to here. And then he's gonna try and push Giuseppe off the balcony. Oh, no! <laughs> um, Yeah? When he gets adjacent to Giuseppe, would I have the opportunity, since I still have my dagger in my hand, to make an attack? Um, you can certainly roll. Uh-huh. Uh, that would be a 24. Hits. I believe the word is, it hits. Alrighty. Um, uh, would be for 14 damage. Well, actually, no, no, no. This automatically added my sneak attack, which is stupid. It would be for 5 damage. I am not eligible for sneak, sneak attack. Sneak I'm attack. eligible in a lot of ways, but now I rolled very high. It's 2d6 and I rolled 9. But it shouldn't apply because in no, order for, right. Yeah, in order for it to apply, like I have loose uh, restrictions because I am a swashbuckler. But uh, actually, another enemy of the target is within 5 feet. The enemy's not incapacitated. Oh, you know what? I think sneak attack might actually apply. Um... I will I'm say assuming that, at this point Giuseppe qualifies as an enemy of my enemy. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it would be weird if he wasn't. Um, yeah, and he's not incapacitated, and I didn't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So yeah, it's 14 damage. <laughs> like he goes, he goes to move for it, and just fast as a flick, the dagger is out. Uh huh. <laughs> Hot damn. Um. Yeah. So he gets hit for 14. Um. Thus preventing young Giuseppe from being thrown, what did I say at the beginning of this? 30 feet? Um, yeah, this balcony was like 30 feet. Uh, Christ I, on a crutch. At which case, I guess I should roll initiative again. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Here's the thing. It is, it is at this point. Hold on. Hold on. Now roll. Um, I get to add our tokens back. No, here's the thing. If you roll in D&D Beyond, like you hit your initiative button to roll, oh, it will automatically add, add your token. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. 
And it also keeps the previous one, so it adds you twice. So I just cleared it so I wouldn't do that. Joe, I understand why you have so much trouble with this thing. It's not... I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. Don't, don't, Don't like it. And then Kayla got a nine. Nine? Nine. I love that movie. Elijah Wood. Um, but is that 990? It came out on 999. Um, hold on, give me just a second here. Me... This has taken a turn that I was not expecting. So let me just make a quick adjustment <laughs> in I terms of what tokens are where. Welcome to DMing, love. Oh my god. It's oof. Um, it's fun though. All right. So let's go back over here. Nope. Let's go back on the one I need to be on. I can't wait for this to be just in there with no gaps in the audio. Thank goodness for editing. Nah, I'm leaving yeah. all the I'm leaving all the gaps in. Oh no. It's gonna be like five minutes of Kyark just not being here. Uh and initiative on that little boy right there is a number that I didn't see. Oh, oh, uh, okay. So um, I will say that for the sake of what just happened, those, those were the first two rounds of combat, and I just didn't do it until late um, because both of those actions did just happen. Is that cool? I feel like that's cool. Yeah, it's fine. You're the DM. Would he cool. still get his push, though? Uh, no, I, I'm going to say that when he got shanked by a knife from across the room, he kind of pulled his arm back. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, he was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to do something else now. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, that brings it to Archibald. All right. Uh, Archibald is going to move over here. Like, just stepping through chairs, pushing them out of the way. Uh, t- take the turns look to Giuseppe. Move, boy. Uh, and then I'm going to make an unarmed strike against James. Smack him in the face. Just a good old slap. Uh, uh, that's 13. Unfortunately, a 13 does not hit. Oh, man. Uh, you uh, are still raging, so you can use your bonus action to grapple him now, right? Uh, I have to hit. Oh, boo. Uh, you, when you hit a creature with an unarmed strike or an improvised weapon on your turn, you can use, so, uh, let's see then. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Um, I'm going to do a quick little intermediate turn because I did not factor them into the turn order. Uh, he's going to go here. She's going to go here and she's going to go here. Just trying to get out of the way, or I guess. Probably better over here. Um, Gerblin, it is your turn. Gerblin says, we'll cast Firebolt. Nope. That's an eight. Uh, an eight does not hit. Gerblin says, did that on purpose. It was a Gerblin warning says, shot. It was, yes, it was a warning shot. I aimed for the balcony. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You almost hit me, Gerblin. Oh! Oh, sorry. Did not mean to almost hit you. Meant to almost hit hims. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, you can move if you would like, or is that the end of your turn? Um, I'm gonna... No, because block of the doors. We'll stay there. Alright. Uh, next is Lars. I'm gonna stay where I'm at as well and 
cast Firebolt as well, because I think the two wizards <laughs> block I mean, or cast like Firebolt. I, I mean, just just snap it through the door that way. Yes! <laughs> uh, ten probably doesn't hit. Unfortunately, it does not. Two wizards casting crappy Firebolts <laughs> from across the room just in front of a door. He meant to do that as well. <laughs> Surrender! It's a good thing I don't have much hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> brings us at the top of the order. Uh, Alright. So, Gavin is going to move the 25 feet to get up here. Uh, okay. Pulling a dagger as he runs up. And then make a stabbing attack. Okay. For fuck's sake. That's a seven. Uh, that does not hit, believe it or not. Um, you know, I actually did believe it. Okay, um, just I am going to use my bonus action to disengage. Okay. And then I'm going to back... Uh, actually, we'll back away to here. Uh, but uh, you know what? I don't know if I fully trust her yet. We'll back away to here. Um, without provoking. And then that will be my turn. You're afraid of getting shanked? That's understandable. Everybody um, should be a little afraid of getting shanked. Yeah. Um, with that, it is James's turn. Uh, hey, Mark, you remember how you got up here at the beginning? I, I very much remember how I got up here. Uh, let's, I'm going to make a little roll real quick. Take 30 damage. <laughs> Just do it. Just are you, fail, are you, the, fail are the you, check and roll max fall damage. Are you leaving my threatened area? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm doing it uh, while falling <laughs> while falling not so gracefully. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm... Oh! That's uh, yeah. Alright, alright. Roll damage, baby. Alright, what is your damage total here? Uh, looks like I got a nine. Uh, I feel like that's not very critical. Um, well, it, it, it's the my D four maxed out. It, it actually ma- rolled the max, so it's four plus four, and then the bludgeoning critical damage, uh, which is just the an extra D four, was a one. So okay, so it did the okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it did almost the maximum damage. It's just yeah. uh, the rolled D4 rolled a one. Yeah, so got it. Okay, nine points of damage. That listen, that's pretty good for just a bare fist. Yep. You know what? That's fair. That's that's mm-hmm. a punch that could kill a commoner. Oh, yeah. Um, now as you punch him while he's trying to sort of hobble off of the uh, <laughs> I don't like. I don't like what that says. Um, as he is hobbling off of the 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 railing and trying to like gracefully like do the opposite of what you did to get up here, um, he's going to not account for the uh, the hit. Um, the extra the, physics. Yeah, the extra physics. And Aren't you put a little spin on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and is going to take three d six. Fall damage or falling damage, bludgeoning damage. Yeah, he is. Uh, which turned into eleven extra damage. Uh, which I'll be honest, I was not prepared for. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, if should, 
uh, uh, Lars will actually say, I wonder if we should have saved him. Hmm. Nah. <laughs> Who knew Lars was a nihilist? All right. Me. <laughs> uh, so he is now on the theater floor. I'm going to put him here. I'm going to put him down here. Uh, and boy, oh boy, I don't know if I have. He's down there. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, all be down there momentarily. Don't worry. Yeah. And that ends his turn. Quite painfully, I will add. Uh, fast track over to there. That is up to y'all. Uh, Archie's going over the side. Okay. Uh, Making acrobatics. That's a that's a five. Oh shit! Same. <clears throat> no joke. Same. Uh. Uh. Wait. 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 Hold on. I I have something I have to do here because uh, I will always help my friends. Uh, I'll cast oh? Featherfall as a reaction. Okay. Well, <laughs> perfect. Brilliant. Love um, you. <laughs> I don't remember how that one works. Do you just negate the damage uh, or what? He he floats to the ground. You okay. Know? So no damage. Yeah. Okay, so... Good thing I saved then, my reaction for that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so then that, that would put me then adjacent to a prone uh, James. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, I am going to make a unarmed strike against him. Non-lethal. I'm going for a, for knockout if possible. Uh-huh. Roll the hit. Uh, what did you 21. Okay, uh, that hits. Oh. I'm going to say that that one hits, you know, just for reasons. Okay. Um, Reason being armor. That is uh, 10 points of damage. Damn. Um, Again, I'm not trying to kill him. Um, And then I will go for the the grapple. Um, All right. So that is, I got a 13. So he either rose in athletics or a acrobatics to resist it i uh, got a 17 all right so he's not grappled correct <laughs> but he's down there with me he sure is down there and he's not having a good time <laughs> uh <laughs> that brings up uh gerbil oh so i just watched him fall over the edge and our big friend jump after him yeah. i would like to th- i would like to think that that Archie did like a Hulk jump. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, like absolutely. one hand on the railing over the like slam land. The whole deal. That's exactly what was in my head. But, but thank God we have, thank God Lars is there to keep me from breaking my ankles. I'm guessing that you like not the first time Lars has cast Featherfall on Archie. No. Right? Like that's a standard trick. <laughs> Don't even bother. Don't even bother saying I'm going over. Just <laughs> um, I want to look at 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 at, at Madame Bo. Okay. Um, what's she looking like? Uh, f- nervous, frantically nervous. Um, yeah. Okay, just a general state of nervousness, of uh, fear, basically. Uh, shock. Okay. Um, shit. Then it was cut. Oh, oh it got cut. That's right. Uh, um, there are curtains off to the side that have been torn down. There we go. 
Okay. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come over to her and kind of just be like, um, so I gotta tie you up now. <laughs> Sorry, like La- La- Lars is actually audibly laughing. <laughs> um, I don't have a response to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah, just go for it, I guess. So, <laughs> look at her and uh, pick up the the rope from the curtain that was torn down. And sorry about this. And I'm just gonna kind of lead her over to a chair and like quickly tie her to the chair and then look uh uh look at Lars and and I'm assuming that Gavin's probably gonna go over the side because he can. <laughs> He's already uh, leaning forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna look at Lars and be like, um stairs? Stairs. Stairs. The wizards <laughs> are taking the stairs. I love this. So out <laughs> Close the door, pick up the rope, tie the door again, <laughs> and run for the stairs. That turn. I take it you're gonna. That's gonna be what you do as well. Yeah, that's like all of my action and movement as far as I can get. Now, I think D was asking Lars since oh, Lars is oh, next yeah. invitation. Uh, <laughs> I have one other thing I actually plan to do this turn. Okay. And that's 1, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'll, I'll do it next turn. I'm going to run for the stairs. I'm going to come over here and I'm going to cast web down into the uh, area down there. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so that would be uh, Archibald and James making a dexterity save. Yeah. Does James have disadvantage since he's prone? Yes. That is how that works. Thank you. Uh, he's he's also grappled, right? No, he's not grappled. Oh, that's right. He evaded the grapple. Uh, Archibald got an eighteen, so I uh, saved from the web. Um, you know what? Uh, disadvantage or not, it didn't matter. It was <laughs> it was a fail either way. Um, it's fine. <laughs> so I mean, no matter what, it's difficult terrain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And Archie's standing next to him. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, just to get everybody kind of caught in there. And then uh, while I'm at the edge, do I have a clear shot on uh, James? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Uh, I really wanted to do this when when I built this character. Yeah? Yeah. We're going to fireball James. But you just cast web. I know. Uh, oh, it's a bonus action for me because of my uh, magic item. Oh, uh, yes. Um, web is a magic item, or like it's a wand of web or whatever. Wand um, of web. I uh, do want to remind you of who's standing in that area. Just saying. <laughs> um, well, the web's going to catch fire on James Square, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, but Fireball is still going to occupy a very large area. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, not Fireball. I'm going to catch uh, Firebolt. Oh, okay. Bolt. Fire, okay. Firebolt. That makes uh, so much more sense. Wrong, wrong one. I don't have Fireball. I'm, I'm not high enough level for that yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, Listen, I was just, just going to say, I'm raging. I'm, a, I'm, I'm totem bear packed. Oh, he could take it anyways. So... <laughs> also, probably not the first time that Lars has 
Firebolt <laughs> Archie. <laughs> Probably definitely not. Uh oh, I missed anyways. That's What'd you roll? Bad. A ten. I don't know why I didn't go. Why I didn't send? It was weird. Um, but yeah, that would miss. Yeah. Okay. Too bad. All right. Um, I have already moved your token on the other one in anticipation, or in anticipation of you jumping off of this ledge. Who me? No. Um. Oh. Uh, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a nineteen on the acrobatics. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna say you land gracefully. You you swan dive off of this thing. Triple somersault. <laughs> is James on his stomach? I'm picturing him on his stomach because like he jumped and then like got pushed and just like fell like pancaked down. Uh, yes. Awesome. God. Upon landing next to him. Oh, I was so concerned you were going to say on him. <laughs> no, no. Upon landing next to him, I'm going to set my cane on the back of his neck, drive it in just a little bit, and hit you. the button on the immovable rod that you. locks him tight. Ah, you! Ah, yes! You rat bastard, you! Um, <laughs> hey, he can move oh, it with shit. a DC 30 strength check that I'm pretty sure he'll have disadvantage on, because there's no way he can get the leverage. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it here. The moment you said I put my cane on his neck, I fucking knew what was happening. You sick son of a bitch, you. <laughs> this is the magic item that he asked me for, so I knew uh-huh. what he was doing. You uh-huh. rat bastard. I will point out, I have not a single time used this magic item for the use I intended it for. Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a good use though. It is a great use. Holy and shit! Uh, it, it, <laughs> magic item. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna pin him to the ground by the neck with the immovable rod, and say, "Are we done here?" <laughs> uh, here's the here's a really cool thing. I'm gonna throw a wrench in into your plans for once. Have you Uh-oh. ever considered that? No. No. Have you? Oh. Have you? Of course, always the DM always has that. <laughs> um, I also planned not for this specifically, but you know, uh, pretty dang close to it. I'm gonna move you here. Uh, you went for the stairs, right, Gerblin? Yeah, yeah. Once she was tied up, I got as far as I could with my movement. All right. So the only person, the only player in this room is Lars, right? Yep. Yes. In which case, I'm gonna do this. And I'm just going to put that right there. And we're going to... Transition to the next scene. Bonk. Yep. It does, unfortunately, clear turn order. Does it? Yeah, it did. Oh, shit. Um, bitches. I remember what mine was. I still have mine here. So let me write it down, clear it, put it back up. Uh, 20, 30, I mean, most of ours are in the log anyways. Like, I just copied mine 15, to paste in as soon as I have a token. Nine. <laughs> Gary, was, Gary was hoping for a, a do-over on initiative. Yeah, I like my one. It's kind of how I see Lars, too. Because he's lazy in everything he does. Moving Lars does not run. So what does the turn order look for, like for everyone right now? I only see me and Lars currently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to trim this out, right? Hello. Uh, and then 
We have Lars. We're missing Archie. And James. And Jamie's. And the other six enemies that are sneaking up on us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Mind your business. <laughs> Pay no attention to the ninjas behind the curtain. Nah, no ninjas here. And then what, James had like a 22? Uh, yes. Yeah, and it was 22 on the dot. And so- descending. Is that everybody yeah. on there? Everybody good? Yep. Uh, All right. I see five people. Yep. Cool, cool. Hopefully, I won't have to do that again because I don't have another map. Who's drawing a square? Uh, it's just the web. <laughs> oh, okay. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's difficult terrain for everybody that's in it, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm probably going to dismiss it in a second, but I thought I should put it out there. So here's the dealio. Here's the deal. Here's where we're at right now. Um, you've jumped over the banister. You've swan dive, triple somersault, gracefully landed on it. Immediately put your cane on his neck, pushed down just enough, activated it, activated your immovable rod, um, and that is the end of your turn. And then you gave what one-liner? Are we done yet? Are we done yet? Um, to which I think are we done now? We done now, yeah. Um, to which James drainedly through like being pressed up against uh, it is going to say, not yet. And what, you're, what you see happen in front of you is a shift um, wherein... Ooh, ooh, you know what? Ooh, um, wherein instead of James, like a slow transition where instead of James, you see, uh, you see him slowly transform into Giuseppe, where he is smaller. And I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a dexterity. See if he wiggles out. Um, uh, shit, where the fuck? Um, <laughs> everything is moving. Uh, yeah. So he wiggles out. I would say uses a fast amount of his movement to do that. Um, and he I'm gonna give him that much. And we're also gonna hide this one. Pretend that's not there. <laughs> Um, uh, also, don't forget, he might still be caught in the web. Yeah, which is why I only let him move that far. Um, actually, that's also five feet, so I may as well go that way. Uh, uh, he then provokes from me. Shit, you right. You yes. right. Yes. Give him a good old whack. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Oh, my God. What's the damage on that? Ten. Ten. Oh, yeah, yeah, raging. Yep. So just... Whoosh. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck, dude. This is exactly what I wanted Archibald to be. The only way this is better if I had taken the Sentinel feet. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Uh, I will tell you right now, Gavin adores Archie. <laughs> you should. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep this right here. I'm actually just going to... That was the wrong thing. <laughs> I was like, that was a big eight damage. Uh, ten damage. Huh? <laughs> uh, we're going to see the token this. disappear. We're just going to move this so it's still on the turn order. We're just going to move it. Pretend it's not here. He's yeah. in a tree. Um, actually, there we go. Um, so yeah, that's his turn. He's not looking great. Uh, next is Archibald's actual turn. So Archie will uh, close up. Okay. Uh, I, I think I think another punch. 
Uh huh. Just That's a dirty twenty. Hits. Uh, first ten more points of damage. <laughs> Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh god! All these max damage rolls are amazing. That's um, awesome. And then I'm gonna go for the grapple. Okay. Son of a bitch. That's a twelve. That's a nine. All right. So he's grappled. Zero movement. Yeah. Um. Shit. I forget how grappled mechanics work. So let me just look at so, that real quick. On his turn, I think as an action, he can make we we can do opposed checks. Okay. Yeah, I can use its action to escape on a strength athletics versus dex acrobatics. Um, oh, I'm sorry, it's strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics contested by strength athletics. Okay. Or he could you know do a normal attack if he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, usually, I get out of grapples just by killing whatever's holding me. Player mm-hmm. removal is a form of removal. It works. Um, yeah. So, is that the end of your turn? Um, you know what? Grappled, uh, you attacked, you moved a bit. I, I moved. I moved ten. Um, I am going to uh, as as I have him grappled, I can attempt to move him, drag him. Uh, so I have 20 speed left, but I can only move him 10. So we will move here. Uh, so he will be adjacent to me here. Okay. Uh, and All that right. my turn. Gerblin, you've made it down the stairs. Okay. You're at the battlefield. Okay. So we're trying not to kill this guy? I mean, I never said that. <laughs> no one ever said that. Oh, actually, no, no, actually said that. Archie said it. Yeah, Joe Arch- did say it. Arch- Archie said it, and if Archie says we're not supposed to be killings, then yeah. we're not killings. I let him fall to his death. I do it in my Archie voice, and he says, don't do the killings. <laughs> in my mind, once the thing shapeshifted, I was willing to rewrite the agreement. <laughs> That's a good point. Um... We're gonna, 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 we're gonna go magic missile. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Mark. Tell me more. Four points of damage. Uh, how does magic missile work? Is it roll to hit or is it dexterity? No, no, it's it's just auto hit. It's auto oh, hit. Okay. Um, so that's just one of your missiles. Though. Don't you get like three? Hold on, wait a second. Da, 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 da. I always forget at what level you get what. Why isn't it telling me? At first level, uh, first level casting, you get three darts. Three. Okay. I don't know why I couldn't find it there. I should probably put my glasses on. Okay. So there was one. So it was four. There's another four. That's eight. And that's a five. So 13 damage. Um, shit. Uh, is, that, is that four and then 13 or is it 13 total? 13 total. Okay. <laughs> You're doing me a fright in here. <laughs> Um, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay out of the, the range of the web, so I'll stay right there. I can cast from there. All right. Uh, Lars, it is your turn. Okay, so I've watched this from up on top of the balcony. And then sure. I'm going to look down and see what looks like, he looks like, what's his name? Uh, Giuseppe now. Giuseppe now. So I'm going to look over and look for Giuseppe, who should be in the room with me. Yep. Is he still in the room with me? Yes. Yes, he is. I'm going to look back and just that he's down there. Yeah. And he's in the room with me. 
and he's yeah. down there, and he's yes. in the room with me, and he's down there, and he's in the room with me, and he's down here. And I looked at him, and he, and he looked, looked at me. At me. <laughs> bite my nails, my fingernails a little bit, and I say, Giuseppe, why does he look like you? Giuseppe's gonna go, I don't know, man. I'm up here. And... I don't know the guy. <laughs> and with that, I'm gonna fire uh, another uh, uh, firebolt. <laughs> Sorry that that took a little bit. No, you're good. I'm sorry, Mr. Seppi. Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 hits. Uh, oh, before I fire the firebolt, I'm dropping the web. Uh, nine damage. Heard. Heard. Aching, but heard. Um, damn. Uh, okay. Is that the end of your turn? That's it for me. All right. Hey, Gavin, how you doing? Long time no see. Quick question. Yeah? Grappling is not a form of incapacitation, is it? No. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to roll a 15 to hit, and with my sneak attack damage, will be a 17 damage. Uh, was that to hit? 15? Yeah, that hits. 15 to hit. Yep. That's, that's some 17 pain. damage. With a dagger. Just... Mm. Oh, mm. man, you really got that kidney and just wiggled about, huh? Um, damn. Dude's getting on my nerves. Yeah, that's fair. End of turn? Um, action, bonus action. I, I, I am going to bonus action to disengage and move. Now that the web has been dismissed, uh, we will move back 20 feet. Okay. Um, and then that will be my turn. Perfect. Uh, it goes to uh, James. And what... James Zeppi is going to do. I like that. Thank you. I'm very good at wordplay. Um, is I'm going to... So he, what you see happen is he's like, you've got him from like the front. Like you're hugging him, right? Basically in a grapple. Um, mm-hmm. And he's going to raise his arms up and just slam down on you. Okie dokie. Uh, does 18 hit? It does. Cool, cool, cool. Um, that's going to be 10 bludgeoning damage. Which I take 5. I knew you'd fucking say that. You fucking, you angry little man, you. <laughs> I love rage. It's good. It's a good mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the cards are on the table. I feel like they're mostly on the table at this point. Um, he's going to do it again. 17 hit? Uh, and seven damage have I don't remember if it rounds up or down. Down. Ah, okay. Um, and right. that is his turn. Yeah, it's underwhelming. <laughs> uh, brings it to well, Archibald. Yeah, it does bring it to Archibald. Uh, Archibald was was doing okay with just punching and stuff until <sighs> until until you did that until you hit me twice. Uh, you know what though? Archie's gonna Archie's gonna stay with with the hitting because it does as much as his daggers, and I don't really feel like he would have brought his j- a javelin with him to the theater. He motioned to the mall earlier. Yeah, well, the mall he he always has under the coat, but that's a two handed thing, and I wouldn't be able to keep the grapple. Oh, got you, got you. So <laughs> it's punchy punchy time. Unfortunately, that's a fourteen. Uh, that does not hit. Uh, okay. just barely. 
All right. Um, is there anything to like? Uh, so since the uh, so since the um, web is gone, I am going to drag uh, Giuseppe with me or G James Zeppi with me. Yeah. So five, ten, fifteen. So I will uh, put him here. Hmm. Okay. Um. Just just keeping him from being able to. Oh, um, right or left. Um, did you drag him into the square that the immovable rod is in? No. That, yeah. Is that the green thing there? Because that's where he landed originally, right? Yes. Yeah. He landed. I don't know if you can see it. Am I on the. Uh, let me. Landed here. Can you see that? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Then the uh, Then you did still drag here. him. He was here. Um, and then it dragged. No, okay, right. yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Oh, can I not just? All right. How does fuck does that? Oh, what? Right. You can do right and then uh, think delete or something. Ah, okay. It just didn't do it the first time. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So that's my turn. I, I pull him with me and just sort of. You can. We can keep going. Do I can do this all day? You really could. I've done what? Uh, you said the line. Damage. You said the line. <laughs> eight damage to you, I think. Yep. Uh, um, Gerblin, it is your turn. Um, Wait a minute. Are, are you? Is Gerblin actually a goblin masquerading as a gnome? No. That would be that would be really stupid. Why would they call themselves Gerblin when Nerblin is right there? <laughs> Noblin. Noblin. Nerblin is was raised by goblins, but Gerblin ah, is gnome. I like it. I do too. Um. Okay. Gerblin is is going to like he's undead. I can't cause fear. Uh I was gonna do that, but then I just realized Gerblin is going to firebolt. Okay. Go for it. Twenty-one. That's to hit, or is that damage? That's to hit. Okay, you hit. Wait. Wait, so, wait, wait, just, Gerblin speaks Goblin, correct? Yes. I have a feeling, because, guess, Archibald speaks Goblin as well. Nice. Ah, we are friends. Uh, that's ten damage. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure is ten damage. Um, alright, anything else? Um, I'm going, and... I think I'm going to stay. Yes, Gerblinses will stay where she is. All right. Uh, that brings us to Lars. Uh, let's see. What will? What is Lars going to do? Lars is going to turn back into the room again. Make sure that all the people that were in there are still accounted for. Uh, yes, they're okay, all still there. Um, turn back and. Thinks this guy's taking way too long to take down, so we're going to go a little bit more forceful with Ray of Sickness. Oh, okay. Um, this is Constitution save, I think. Uh, it is a to hit, I believe, to begin with. So oh. tw twenty-three to hit for thirteen points of poison damage. Uh, and I have the option of like trying to make the save, right? Uh, yeah, and then and then there's a save that you have to make uh, on a hit. The target takes two poison damage and miss make a constitution saving throw. So you have to do a saving throw now 
Um, I, that doesn't matter what the number is. It didn't work. Um, no, DC 14 con. Yeah. So yeah, you're, no, you're, you're poisoned. I'm poisoned. Uh-huh. Yep. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Ah, shit. Um, anything else? You're only poisoned until the end of my next turn. So cool. Um, no, that's it. All right. I'm going to stay right yeah. where I'm at. Cause I'm, I'm paying attention to the room. Five, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. No, I'm kidding. Dabby, uh, only a 14 to hit, uh, bonus action to disengage. Uh, this time I'm going to move around behind him so that we're flanking him. Okay. Um, and then I'll be done. All right. Uh, it's his turn, and I think that uh, we should just we should just remove the sit. Oh, dang it! Hit the thing. We should just make the situation not as bad as it is for him. Let me just pull this out of the way real quick. Um, boop, and then we're just gonna pull this in. He's gonna he's gonna transform back into the doppelganger that he is, and hopefully the size difference will break the grapple. So if I can get a strength on that. Strength athletics? Uh, yes. Oof. Uh, 23. And you have disadvantage on your check. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> 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 uh, love you. Uh, the thing is, I don't, I don't know what check to make on that because it's just a size difference. It's not an effort thing. Huh. I can you can grapple something up to one size larger, so it really wouldn't be so I'm medium. If, even if he's at large, it's not a it's not yeah. a breaking. Sounds like it would be the normal escape check, which is uh, either strength athletics or dex acrobatics. With disadvantage. Uh, it does not work. Still grappled. Um, but we know what it is now. Yeah, uh-huh. you do. All of those things starting to come together, huh? Um, well, that was in action. Now, if it's as feel bad for all the memes I put in the uh, text chat calling uh, Raina a murderer, uh, as you should. Um, so the question is now: shape change uh, is an action, but it has multi attack. But if it's if it's the action, those okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, right. escaping attempting to escape a grapple is an action as well. Ah, in which case... Oh, well, I mean the shape change thing. Okay, in which case, like, it wouldn't yeah. have... Yeah. All right, so it just... That's its action, and it is incapable of movement. Yep. So, good job, guys. Um, brings it to Archibald. Hmm. Well, uh, I think I'm going I'm to maintain the grapple, so I'm just going to continue kidney punching, assuming this thing has kidneys. I mean, it got stabbed in one, I think. Uh, that was a nine. I missed. Okay, and your next one? <laughs> I don't get. I don't get two attacks yet. Oh, okay. If you made us, if we've got to be fifth level, then. <laughs> oh no, you'd be kicking its ass way too hard then too. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Anything else? Yeah. Um, no, no. Uh, as as uh, me and and my friend Gavin have him in the flank. Uh, I think I'm good. Heck yeah. Uh, that brings us to Gerblin. Gerblin has Charlie Horse. Hang on. Ow. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. I was muted because I was screaming. Okay. 
Gremlins, it's Firebolt again. Because Charlie Horse. Alright, uh, do the thing. 22! What was that? What'd you say? 22. Ah, uh, that hits. Um, still, believe still it or there? not. Yeah. And that's just five points of damage. Alright. Uh, would you like to do anything else? Gremlin will hop and down, up and down on one leg till Charlie Horse goes away. <clears throat> Heard. Um, that's going to take all your movement. No, I'm kidding. Uh, all right. And with that, we go to Lars. Yeah. Uh, Lars will keep on firing at it from above. Dirty doppelgangers. Uh, oh, just barely missed with the 14. Uh, yeah. Um, and don't have a bonus action. And we're going to keep on watching the room. So we'll hold. I love that you're just watching the stage. You're in the balcony watching the stage. I'm watching the stage, watching the room, watching, watching the stage, the watching the room. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> the audience. Um, I don't want to lose my future employer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Gavin. That brings us to a 17 to hit? Um, it or not, it doesn't hit. No, it does. Uh, that's only nine damage. Real bad on the sneak attack roll. Um, you know what? It's enough, though. It's enough. Oh, I'll take it. So, so how would you like it to happen? Because I like to describe things. So at this point, having seen it transform into its true doppelgangery form and get bludgeoned and fire bolted, Gavin is going to say, okay, that's enough of that. And just reach up grab the back of his head and slide the dagger through the throat from the back. Fuck, dude. That was almost um, exactly what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to come across the front of the throat. But I was, like, imagining that. <laughs> nope, nope. Back to front. Sever the vertebrate. Nice. You know, I think you described that better than I was going to. So that's what we'll do. <laughs> Um, and with that, uh, it is fucking very, uh, are out of combat, surprisingly enough. Uh, um, go ahead. Archie just sort of like kind of waits for a minute and then like drops the body and is like, um, uh, Gavin, you got goo. I, it gooed me. Are we sure I'll pay for the cleaner. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. I would be opposed to burning the corpse to make sure, Gavin says as he grabs his immovable rod uh, cane and deactivates it. Is everybody all right up there? Yeah, yeah. Two people are fine. One's still tied up. Well, <laughs> I think the show's over. We found the killer. Um, I would like to uh, go upstairs and real quick, just, just, just to be sure, um, detect magic. Uh, Go for it. I forget how that spells. I do it, and you just did tell me. Uh, right, okay. Um, there is. So you detect magic, and if I remember correctly, it's like a magical glow, right, on magical items, right? Um, or creatures. Yeah. You look over at Janora, who has a necklace that is glowing. Um, looking closer at the pendant, it is a spider, um, similar to 
uh, the one that was in the pipe at the beginning. Um, you look over at Giuseppe, and he's going in two different spots. He has a ring on his hand, and then he's got just a vague shape in his inside jacket pocket. Does the ring on his hand look like the uh, the 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 tan print on the deceased? Um, are you asking if it looks like Gustavo's, like what it like could it potentially could have been. be Gustavo's? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have pretty distinctly different sized hands, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, Gavin is also going to roll the doppelganger body to see if he can locate the ring that was missing and or the money. Yeah. Um, what about, what about, uh, Madame tied up? Is she glowing at all? Uh, no. Um, you roll over, uh, doppel James, uh, James, James Ganger, if you will. Um, no, neither of those are good. He's, we're so close to him now. Isn't he Jimmy Ganger to us? Yeah. Um, Jimmy, you roll him over and you, I'm assuming, are looking in his pockets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, rolling being um, terminology for searching an unconscious or dead body. Yeah. Um, you find a pouch of coins that look more in line with what a rich family would have. Bear, uh, what about the ring? No ring. Did, did, did uh, you check, did you check his prison pocket? I'll no. leave you to check that, Archie. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you stunned the room into silence. Good job. Um, I'm going to, uh, from the balcony, now that I'm back up, kind of looking down at Gavin. And then Gavin and Archie are still downstairs, right? Yes. Um, Kind of just, something's not adding up. Gerblin's not good with the maths, but something's not adding up. And I found the money, but not the ring. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pat down, Madame. Uh, um, Reina. Yeah. How did I? How could I possibly forget that name? Um, yeah, I'm gonna uh, go. I'm gonna go pat down Reina. If it's easier, it, it's just the word rainbow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> my mother's name was Raina. Oh. <laughs> There's no way I should be forgetting that name. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I will be respectful, because Garblins are respectful, but still checking. Um, in terms of, like, magic items and stuff like that, you don't really find anything. Um, she doesn't have a lot of stuff on her. Um, what she does have, you would expect people to be like their er everyday carry stuff, small amount of money, your wallet, basically, um, things like that, your typical everyday things. Um, there is, however, an envelope in her, her wallet, a little tiny thing. Uh, uh, gonna look at her and kind of like, sorry, and look, um, Reading it, it is in common. You better speak or else I'll be upset. Because um, I don't know how you can do that. It's in common. It says something along the lines of, uh, Dearest Reina, uh, everything is set. I have one last job to do. And then we will have the money to get out of here. Have kids. Grow old together. 
and live a happy life. Your darling dearest, um, James. Uh, and that's the whole note. I, I, the fuckery. <laughs> I neatly put it away uh, and, and put it back on her where I found it. Um, and I'm going to turn around and look at, at mother and son. Um, and keeping, keeping son in my sights, walk over to the mother. And just like I did before, look her in the eye, take her by the hands. The wife says, always knows. Where's the ring? Um, she doesn't say anything, but she looks at you, looks over at Giuseppe, and then looks back at you, a little teary-eyed. Uh, I look up at Lars. Lars is up there with me, right? I look up at Lars, and, uh, Lars checks this as the boys for the ring. <laughs> I'll, you know, go over to Giuseppe and... Giuseppe, man, we need to know what what happened to your father's ring. Um, uh, he just pulls it out of his uh, inside pocket. Why did you have this? Listen, me and my dad, we never got along. Um, he was he he was not the best father growing up, and over the last few weeks, with me being quote unquote distant, um. He decided to cut me out. I I didn't have I wouldn't have the money, and with a ring like this, um, you see, it's like a very ornate ring, and it looks it looks very expensive. Um, I would be set for a very long time. So, did you take this off his body after he died, or did you steal it from him before? Uh, before. Very confusing. Someone thinks that last job for James was given by younger Fink, not older Fink. Did you have James murder your father? I did not. You can't prove anything. Hmm. Can I? I don't know. And, you know, I'll tap my wand up against my forehead for a couple, you know, a couple taps, and then I'll cast Suggestion. Oh... Um, that's cold. I'm gonna be honest. That's a little cold. <laughs> um, James, tell us the truth. <laughs> Did you have James kill your father? What's the DC on that? Uh, hold on. Let me bring it up again. Uh, I'm a DC 14. Uh, <laughs> that's a three, baby. Uh, wisdom, yeah. Uh, that is a three, baby. Um. <laughs> Listen, I can only do this three times. <laughs> I look, look, I didn't, I didn't ask him to, I didn't, I didn't hire him to, I didn't do anything of that nature said that it would be nice uh, if things did happen. And I left it at that. What is, what's the mother looking like right now? Um, verge of tears. Gotcha. Uh, oh. husband, murderous. Literally everybody in in this has some blood on on their hands, except for Reyna. The mother doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody around her. I guess just the two people, huh? Yeah, that's how that math works out. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they I happen to be the two most important saying. people. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna. I. I as as he says that. 
I'm just going to very abruptly start walking over to find another rope. <laughs> a lot of ropes in this building. You know what? Theaters have them. You got yes. one. You got one. Pull a rope down. <laughs> walk over to him. Goblins is going to have to tie you up now. Um, I'm gonna say make a sleight of hand on that. Sleight of hand to tie up. It's a six. Um, you can't quite like you. You're just you're trying to, and it's only only resorting into being loosely like wrapped around, but not really well tied. Um, okay, I hand it to Lars. Here, you do it. <laughs> Are Archie and I able to go upstairs now to join the rest of the party? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just going to stare at the rope, like, which end to use. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I love it here. Oh, uh, I mean, once Gavin gets in, he'll make a slate of hand to tie up the punk. <laughs> well, Lars will toss the rope to Gavin and it'll fall short of his feet. Gavin will pick it up, and that boy is not going anywhere. That's a 24. Thanks. Um, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So he signed up. Uh, he gave you a bit of a struggle, but you ended up getting there. Um, I mean, technically, uh, he didn't have his father killed. Uh, I, ha- I hate to say it, but the law might be on his side in this case. Yeah, we're not the judges, we're not the lawyers, but for now, he's tied up until his mother decides what to do about it. Archie's looking around. Speaking of, shouldn't we... We've never had this amount of time kind of free of the the law to do things. You know, when money's involved. I'm sure the theater doesn't want that kind of press. I'm sure these aren't the only wealthy people here with secrets, too. But uh, it is what it is. Show's over. I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> Giuseppe, when you get out, call me. Gerblin says could eat. You got it? He says uh, questioningly. <laughs> I think he thinks he's cute. So uh, <laughs> we want to go grab dinner and leave these people to figure this stuff out. Sounds good um, to me. I know and there's there's a really nifty uh, curry place around the corner we could go to. Uh, oh. As you're saying that, the police finally arrive. <laughs> I <did> that, <laughs> that checks out. Hey, Gavin, Gavin is just gonna gotta like shoulder past the cops on their way in as he's on his way out. Mm-hmm. There's one thing Gavin is not overly fond of. It's the cops. Mm-hmm. Really, technically, Reyna really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And no, no. Really didn't Ray- do Reyna wrong. was, like, full-on victim here. I feel yeah. for her. Um, I will untie Reyna on the way out. Yeah. Reyna and the misses are... are... Hey, we, we killed the only by my person who really killed anybody. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the puddle of goo on the stage... He fell. <laughs> that, that, was murder, that was the murderer. He fell to his death and nobody could have saved him. He fell to nobody his death at about all. three times. <laughs> Don't ask about the burn marks. Gavin's probably at about the front door uh, to uh, the theater at this point. Uh, <laughs> Archie, Archie, not too far behind him. Uh, can well, we stop and I can like rinse this stuff off my coat? Just 
You, you can use the privy at the restaurant. We don't know how late the kitchen's going to be open. And honestly, the sooner we get there and away from here, the better the odds that yes, they don't I, notice that I technically never returned the money. <laughs> Good point. I guess that means, uh, means Gavin, that you're buying tonight. Um, yeah, I think, I think that can be arranged. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Janora's buying. <laughs> and I have a new fancy spider ring to go with my web wand. Yeah! <laughs> Um, pure coincidence. That was already there, and then you asked me for that, so that's fun. Um, so as you're doing all this, you're having this conversation. Um, uh, let's just do a nice little wrap it up. Uh, about two days later, you get, uh, you see the news. Um, covering the story, it's mostly pretty okay. There are some spots where they don't, they clearly don't know what happened. Uh, Jonora is distressed. Giuseppe is still in custody for questioning. Uh, Reyna is not involved at all. She got out of this okay. And Joe just rolled sleight of hand. I was a goof. Okay. (laughs) I was concerned (laughs) that you were doing a a mark roll where he goes, this is kind of, how's this? Is this a good idea? Um, oh, but it's never slayed a hand to decide if something's a good idea. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. And we go to dinner. And then you go to dinner. Yay. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, Mark is there with his hand covering his face because he's filming Snowpiercer on the on the off season. Gavin. So, yeah. Gavin's there with an artificial chin covering the facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, that Done, was fun. Sir. Kudos. Yay! You did a good job. Thanks. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Hell I yeah. enjoyed the fuck out of it. Uh, I also thoroughly enjoyed playing Gavin, and I'm going to keep the character on Beyond in the hopes that I get to play him again. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we should rotate one shots every now and again. I yeah. am. For all those for that, that. want to do it, give Joe a break every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I'll write a one shot. Do it. Cool. I have so I'll many characters. One shot. I have so many characters. Uh, <laughs> so as, as we close this up, just want to remind folks, uh, if you want to support the show, go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash NSFW podcast. Or if you'd like to help out our friend Diana Morgan Carter, where can they go to buy your awesome merch? Uh, my store is shop.spreadshirt. No, Starpunk dash apparel dots myspreadshop.com or spreadshop.com we'll put it in the and notes the link will be in the show notes thank yeah. you um <laughs> listen i'm gonna say a bunch of words right now and joe's gonna cut it to the correct one no i'm kidding um <laughs> all right any any sign off anything you want there um yeah let's hit, give him the old razzle dazzle thank you for listening um if you made it this far hell yeah i appreciate that this has been a lot of fun. This has been a lot of stress writing. Um, <laughs> but this is an idea I've had for several months and I really wanted to get it out there. So I'm excited that I got to do it. Thank you for making it this far. Uh, I just want to remind everybody, have a good night. Stay safe. Drink water. Eat if you haven't. Take any minutes you're supposed to. And don't forget to stretch. And most importantly, know that you are loving people and miss you. Good night. Hi there. This is Joseph, the DM. I hope you're enjoying the Not Safe Wizards podcast so far. If you are, I'd love to ask you to do a couple things to help build the show up. One, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Preferably five star, but hey, 
I leave that up to you. Second, follow us on social media. The links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are in the show notes. And thirdly, share it with your friends. Let them know about the podcast and have them take a listen. We look forward to entertaining you for a long time to come. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day.